You're listening to El Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lalit Arvani. Hey, um, I keep forgetting to do this because we we want people to go to yoshiden.com, oh, and yeah. we have, you know, my friend Hyung was nice enough to make app for this show for God's sake for free. So um, go to Apple Store and Yoshiden app, yeah. and it's you know, of course it's it's ours, so I I think it's great, but it's actually kind of surprisingly good, really good compared app. to what I've seen for other shows app and. Um, well, because this guy is an actual app developer. Yes. He does this for a living. And he is such a cool guy and a big fan of Yoshi's that he came to us and said he wanted to do an app for us. And made so, app. you know, just check it out. If you don't like it, don't uh, erase it. But if you like it and if you like the show, please use it. And uh, It's also on our website. There's a link on our website, mm-hmm. yoshidin.com, where you could go to the app itself in the app store and download it for free. So that was the outro to the last show, I take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really how you open a show typically, I would assume. We, we're still working on it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not very professional at it and um, very sloppy. That's what Ernie's for. Hey, Jacob, do you want to open up our show for us, will you? No, you guys. You oh, guys, come you, on. You we like to let out. our guests do it for us. We do. All right, welcome to the Yoshi Rape Hour, where you have uh, comedians come and follow really depressing victims talking about rape for an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, the show usually starts about 80 minutes past when you're told to show up. There's no parking. Uh, when you call the person that booked you, some dude answers the phone who doesn't seem very bright and says, uh, just try to park on the street if you can, as opposed to what, Eugene? Thanks, genius. Uh, so here we are. Welcome to the Yoshi Show. <laughs> Jacob Seerhoff, everyone. <laughs> Jacob Seerhoff in the house. And Jacob, I'm not related to him. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think you were related to him. Yeah, <laughs> this is just casual, and um, <laughs> that was very funny. I, I, you know, I, I, I boy, I, I want to talk to your background and stuff. I'm just so excited. Talking to you about boxing. So before hey, we hey, get hey, into that, yeah. everyone, everybody we have a knows comedian here. He's a comedian. His name's Jacob Siroff. He's a very funny guy. You may uh, know him from such shows as what's that Jim Norton show you're on? Down and Dirty. Down and Dirty with yeah, Jim Norton. Yeah, I was, I was, I was cut off that show, guys. Thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck that show. Don't watch that show. <laughs> but, but I, but, sh- but, I but, shot it. But 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 you, you, shot you, it. you but you weren't the on, you weren't the only one. And it was a really weird politics with HBO because my friend Jason Rouse, and he was the he was extremely filthy and dirty. And believe me, this has nothing to do with Jim Norton because when my I was actually driving with Norton with his manager Jonathan Branstein, and I told um, Norton, Jim, you know, just don't worry, Jason Rouse doesn't take you. Uh, it's, he doesn't find you responsible for what happened. And he said, "What happened?" Like, well, you know, he wasn't upset about getting his footage cut from HBO Jim was fucking angry he didn't know they did that kind of crap it's down wow. and dirty and Ralph's was extremely dirty and uh, I don't for some reason I had access to your thing too and I saw it, it was very funny and oh, did you see the I've never seen it that's interesting I've never seen it well I, I, I'm friend with the guy who produced it ah, uh, I see. Uh, Mason Brand, Steinberg yeah uh, Jonathan Branstein oh so, I see Branstein 
So he supposedly has a huge dick, from what they say. Oh, like a legendary huge dick, and and he's a Jew, which is weird. Why? Why is that weird? Maybe <laughs> they just left the foreskin on, why, why? and it looks a lot bigger. <laughs> no, it's Ron Jeremy's a Jew. Come on, that's true. I would I would call him the exception. You're aren't you a Jew? Right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are quick. And, and um, I know that you've done many um, interviews and podcasts, and you're a f- you're a funny funny guy. And I don't want to ask the same fucking questions, you know. Was that the real intro? We're not. Was that we're really we're going? No, now? This, is this, this, is this, this part yeah. of the actual? Okay. Um, th- no, ask me anything you want, guys. Um, and um, I wasn't raped. I'll start off with that. I'll yeah. lead with that. I've never been raped or raped anybody. So um, I don't know if that's like an ongoing theme on the show. I don't mean to poke fun of it, but. You know, that was just, you know, I have to because it was an uncomfortable situation to walk into. And, and, so, and, oh, and here's the thing, Jacob. Yeah, so I have to. I was just sitting in there going, come on, let's rape this up, guys. Let's rape this up. <laughs> and, and, and Jacob, here's the thing. We don't necessarily put all the episodes in sequence. So there might be a chance that we might air your things before hers and people have no... Oh, we, should, we shouldn't, though. Especially We, we, have, we have no point of reference. Like, yeah. what? I We're watched the f- first 19 episodes. There's no rape. What is Jacob talking yeah. about? I think so. you should cut out all of her rape stuff and all of my rape stuff <laughs> and just keep the show rape-free. You yes. know, it's a... Yeah. It's a for the sake rape of, free America, right? And and also, it's just it's a it's a comedy. It's Isn't a comedy it great uh, when they do Google uh, Internet search with Jacob? It's going to be like rape and your name over next right. to it. So oh, they did that with Eddie on Talking Shit. <laughs> oh wait, not with rape. I was joking with AIDS. Oh yeah, Eddie if has AIDS. Yeah, Jake, Jacob Seraph. Jacob Seraph has rape. <coughs> That's yeah. going to be the new Google search. <laughs> At least I'll be getting searched. So, a qu- couple of qu- obvious quick, quick questions, but um, Jake, wh- 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 where did you grow up? Uh, I was born and raised in San Francisco, okay. California, in the, in the city, not the suburbs. I hate when people say they're from a city, and then it turns out they're from like 20 miles from outside that city. Right. Those people are liars and posers, and it's, like, I, it's, a, it's a mission of mine to expose those people. So, whenever so- someone says, oh, I'm from Chicago, oh, yeah, what, what part of Chicago? Oh, well, it's like 20 miles. Outside. You're not from Chicago. Yeah. Shut up. You're not, say that. Just say I'm from outside of Chicago. And they act like, well, it's just easier to say Chicago. No, it's not. It's not easier to say that because now we have to have this whole conversation. Right. Just, it's, you're just trying to like, get some kind of street cred that you haven't earned. You know? Right. But uh, I was raised on the mean streets of San Francisco, um, which is what? actually a tougher town than people think. Mm. What, what part of San Francisco? <laughs> well, Tenderloin, right? That's yeah, what that, I'm thinking. I, no, the, I was uh, raised in mostly the Sunset District, and then, uh, which is actually a very Asian part of town. I'm, I grew up with predominantly Chinese kids. Well, but let's be honest, Jews and Chinese, same difference. Right, yeah, you know, exactly. Really. Um, well, the Vietnamese kids beat us all up. What, what, what was it like being a Jewish kid growing up in San Francisco? Was it any, anything different or is it made no difference? Quite a, quite a bit of Jews in San Francisco, not like New York or L.A., but it wasn't like, you know, probably other cities where you just, you know, if you grew mm-hmm. up in Anchorage, Alaska, and you're literally the only Jew or, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Probably more grizzly bears and Jews in Alaska, I would think. But here, uh, I mean, in San Francisco, there was you know enough that we were kind of enough that we didn't feel like weirdos, but few enough that I always felt like it was kind of special. Well, well, you know, so like when I go to New York or here, I feel like I've always felt like oh, you know, oh, all these Jews, like that's my shtick, you know? Yeah. It's like when I get in a room with a with a big Star Wars nerd, I'm like, hey, hey, hey I got this covered, dude. <laughs> What, what, were your parents born and raised in San Francisco too? My mother was, yeah, and, and so was her mother. And my father's a, a, a stereotypical Brooklyn Jew, but they're they're both dead. My parents. Um, when so did what, they die? Um, like about a week ago. <laughs> car, car crash. 
Uh. Whatever, I'm over it. No, they died um, <laughs> in uh, 94 and 98, respectively. Wow. Well, you must have been young. Yeah, like, yeah I don't want to say how old because that'll, that'll say, you know. Yeah, you're in Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, I was like two and six <laughs> back then. <It> was like <laughs> you needed a guardian to right. take care of you. Uh, well, if, if, if you don't mind me asking, was it cancer? Or what yeah, one of them. It was a heart attack, then cancer. I see. Well, four years apart, but they weren't together. Yeah. Huh. Like they weren't together, they were divorced? or they Yeah, they were divorced. Okay. But you know what? <laughs> At least they weren't raped, guys. Nobody yeah. raped them. They died unraped. <laughs> oh, my God. Who raised you? Who were you <laughs> living with? Who I was... Uh, I feel so for that poor girl. I think we might have to call this episode not that rape mm-hmm. episode or something. Yeah. Jesus. Well, it's just... Yeah. If anyone's listening, I, just, I feel like I should cl- clarify once yeah. again, if, if anyone's listening, to all your many, many listeners that are listening, um, when I walked in... They now were, you're being they, sarcastic. They were recording... Uh, uh, another episode w- and I just walked in at the end and it was really heavy and rapey and I just this is my way of uh, yeah. bringing some levity to the situation not not actually uh, I don't it's not something I have a daughter she's eight uh, I hope she that never happens to her either um, so you know, it's not it's not me being a real <coughs> a, a real asshole it's just me being it's me deflecting the the discomfort the, aw- the, the awkwardness yeah yeah yeah, and, and this is sometimes when people who don't know anything about comedy get very upset. Yeah. And um, that, look, look, that, look. Does that sum up your listeners for the for Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> that's the target audience, the people who don't know anything about comedy. Let's, let's be frank. Pe- people who are police and work in the uh, medical business, they're helping people. And oftentimes when you meet them, they do have black humor. Not because, oh, yeah, for sure. not, not because for sure. they they think it's hilarious that people get murdered and raped and things like that. But because it. black people are hilarious. Wow, <laughs> it, it's because it when you do those extreme humors, it's kind of like way to get that shit out of your system yeah, and, yeah. And, and learn to deal with it. Because if they're not able to deal with it, they're not able to do continue doing the good work that they're doing. Well, I would hope that anyone would, that was listening to your show has seen your act, which is not all sunshine and roses. No, it is not. Either, yeah, which no, is why it's what's so awesome about you, actually. That's and that's why I mean, if you we met, actually, I'm sure you remember working both of us working with uh, David Tell, which is probably about the, the you know that could have been a, an episode of Down and Dirty, right there, just that show. But is it interesting? Uh, Tell's like incredible in that when he does that stuff, you don't get upset for some reason. You don't. He doesn't get upset saying those horrible things. And believe me, people do get upset when I sit, talk about that. But uh, I tell it's amazing that <laughs> yeah, he really is. even though he will talk about some horrible stuff, somehow people don't are not horrified by it. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is. He's magical. I mean, you know, there's obviously there's some some things he does, like he makes himself the the butt of the joke a lot right. of the time. Also, just I think he's he's got the sarcastic presentation, or, yeah. you know, who, or you know, there's just some X factor with Dave. I think, from, and I, I'll flat out say, I think David tells the greatest comedian that ever lived. You know, yeah. Not even like my current favorite. Like if I, could, I always say if I could build the perfect comedian in a weird science computer yeah. uh, for your older listeners, that, that was a movie in like the 1940s, weird science. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, uh, that that's, that that's David Tell the way he looks physically, the cadence of his, the way he yeah. writes. I mean, it's just, he's my perfect comedian, you know? For, for for absolutely sure because I know it's very fashionable to say Louis C.K. is the best comedian and he Louis is incredible you know I'm a joke guy I like jokes yeah I'm I'm the joke guy too and so if you're if you're a joke guy yeah. as opposed to stories or you know or you know I'm not I didn't mean that in a I mean just yeah, yeah I'm just set, set up punch yeah. set up punch Dave's the master you know and that's Got what it. I like Got about it. them it's almost like a difference between like Robert Frost the poet versus somebody like Tennessee Williams writing short stories. <laughs> so Louis tell you stories. Uh, that's, you, that's exactly what I was about to say. Uh, 
It's like kind of a Chopin versus Satie situation. Yeah. Right? We can all relate to yeah, that here, I think. Yeah, totally. And, and, and I like I like both of them, but if you're specifically more into wordsmith and writing the, 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 the jokes, like, he always put the right words. You know, not, you know, yeah, it, it's just so perfect. Yeah. And um, I just marvel. And, you know, I worked with him for years, and he's still a mystery because he's one of the few comedians at the end of the show, you really don't know the guy personally. That's that's the weird thing. Like all the great ones after the show, mm-hmm. whether you like what they say, whether you like the guy, you feel like at the end of the show, you I, I feel like you kind of know the person, right? Mm-hmm. Him or her. Dave has always been mystery, and I've known him for a long yeah, time. He, he, Why do you think that is? He likes it that way. I think. I think. I think. I think. Even though he does make himself as a butt up joke, I, I think. I think he is a private person mm. which is you know um yeah as a matter of fact he after we worked together he he took me on the road for just a few dates to, and uh i think i just talked too much off stage and i never i didn't it never you know when i see him now we're still friendly but i think i just kind of was too much i'm a, i'm the opposite i'm you know say whatever i'm thinking yeah at all times whether you want me to or not and you know just hanging out in airports with time to kill yeah i, I think i was a bit much for dave's sensibilities socially <laughs> And uh, the, yeah, that didn't the work didn't. And I'm no, so he cut you out intentionally. Is what you're yeah, yeah, saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, he's like, oh, Jacob, I, I, I don't, cut that I don't want to, I don't want to pick it because. Oh, that it, was a different one. That was Jim Norton. My bad. Yeah. It, it, Wrong it, it, could, it could be all kinds of other reasons. Right. There, who knows? And and he want to give p- other people a chance. So I, I don't know. I have nothing bad to say about David Tell. Yeah. As a matter, but he, you know, I, I learned a great one of my favorite uh, Tell stories. I uh, was a real lesson. I was so eager to please him. I was so, and he, you know, he was giving me very positive feedback. And yeah, I was, you know, it was, had, it was a great weekend for me. He helped me get an agent, you know, at that time. And uh, but, but uh, there was one night after the show. I don't I think he's still sober, but at the time he was still drinking. This was what oh seven oh eight when we did that. And yeah, and he said, uh, he, you know, he Dave carries that that uh, envelope full of cash. Nobody robbed David Hell if he's seen him in the street, but he he carries that the cash with him, and he, you know, he notoriously great tipper. Anyone that hands him a glass of water, he gives a twenty dollar bill. Um, but he had one one day he you know I don't know if he was getting paid or he had to do something yeah and he sent me to the bar across the street from the club and he said he gives me he pulls out two twenties and he goes go get us a couple of shots of chilled Jameson and I was like all right and I get to the bar and there's these guys uh, that had seen the show and they're like they recognize me and they're like oh they're drunk oh shit this dude you were fucking hilarious the, you know where's Dave and I was like oh he's on his way over and they're like well let, let us buy you drinks and I'm thinking yeah all right you know Dave's gonna be, I'll, I'll save Dave's money you know he's gonna be so proud of me I'll, you know I'll just <laughs> yeah. I'll keep his money in my pocket and I go yeah we'll have two shots of a chill Jameson so I let these guys buy the drinks uh you know Dave comes walking over he's like where's the drinks I'm like oh here they are uh you know you know the best part is Dave these guys paid for him uh so you know I saved your money Dave goes you idiot now we have to talk to him <laughs> I'd I'd rather pay for it, not have to talk to these idiots. I was like, oh, I I blew it so hard. I thought I was like, do. I was like, oh, Dave's gonna be proud. I did him a real solid. Like, what was I thinking? Like, Dave couldn't walk into a bar and get somebody to buy him a drink of his own on his own merit, you know? But it was, you know, I felt felt embarrassed. But it was like, wow, that's a real lesson. Were you like me? Like, even though I've known him for a long time, I I'm still like. He's one, probably one or two people like, I'm awed by the guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. As a matter of fact, you know, whenever I've opened for people, and I've opened, from, like I'm sure you have too, for, you know, some big names, Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, like some really big names and, uh, and uh, throughout my career. And most of the time, no matter how good, how funny, how famous, I watch a show once, you do five or six, seven shows with, with, the, with the guy, watch a show once, and then the rest of the week, you kind of, whatever, if you're a smoker, you smoke cigarettes, you, you dick around on your cell phone dave's the only guy i've ever worked with where i watched every minute of every Absolutely. show every night that is a fact yeah every night would not leave and 
beginning to end. I don't care if it's the same jokes, if it's new jokes. You know, like I could not not watch David Tell. Be- 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 because even with all the other great ones, if you watch like the whole weekend, after a while, like you know the punchline and stuff like that. You can't wait for him. Dave will always surprise you. Mm. Dave will always surprise you. Like y- you think he's going to do the same joke, but the, the punchline's different, you know? And even if it is the same joke, it's like every time you hear it, you're like, man, like, that's jokes that you thought you just kind of liked by the end of the week you're like that's fucking brilliant like, that's yeah a great, that's a great joke and it's just about come in soup or something you know, it's like it's like the most you know uh innocuous subject matter but it's you know it's not like louis ck talking about life and his kids and mm-hmm. the big questions it's just you know it's just pure joke writing that's what i like yeah yeah and another another one i think is one of the greatest if not the greatest joke writer of all time is woody allen and i don't know what it is I don't know. I'm, I'm sure this, this, this is like a boxing pound for pound conversation. Yeah. Woody, Woody just didn't, the resume wasn't thick enough, you know? It, it, <laughs> just, who, did he, who did he beat, really? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. I don't want to stereotype, but I, I, I do find Jews. There's something about Judaism, <laughs> or Jew, Jewish people that. Um, I like Muslim people. Yeah. But. I, yeah, they're great. They're, they're great. They don't have the best yeah. sense of humor sometimes. No, I mean, I they, those they, guys. <laughs> They have a sense of humor. They laugh. It just it, it caused the life of Jews. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, what what is it about a Jewish people? Because don't please don't tell me because something horrible happened to them. Because horrible things happen to Native American right, and Eskimos, yeah. and like right. they're not particularly funny. <laughs> Eskimos. They're they're um, wise and spiritual. But what what do you think? I mean, you know, I'm, I, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't, you know, it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's not something that uh, I don't think has been uh, studied from a scientific point of because view. Because what, what is the population of be Jewish people in the world? Like less than 1% or maybe 1%? Oh, uh, gosh, I wish I knew. The percent of Jews globally? Yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I, I, but you guys are represent here 20. we're about 20%. So yeah. this is a, if this is a sample. 25. <laughs> 25. There's yes. four of us. Uh, yeah. There goes my Jew math. There so. goes that Asian math. <laughs> but you. but Jewish people like it's overly represented in like Nobel Prize and econ and science and stuff like that. No, we're great, and, and they're also funny. You well, know what I mean? In that book, the Outliers, the mm. Malcolm Gladwell book, did you read? Oh, that? is that the Gladwell? one? No, is that the one where they talk about the hockey players? Mm. Is that yeah? If you're born a certain time of year, you yeah, know, and they right kind of talk about that with the Jews and just uh, I forget exactly what the details were, but there was something about the culture and also just kind of being invested in doing things mm. like that like literature well, lawyers and stuff too definitely but I one, think one of the common in entertainment one of the common things they were talking about whereas like uh, let's say asians or latinos or blacks when they report they tend to work in farm whereas the jews um they were prevented from owning lands so they were forced to live in cities so when you live in a city and forced to live in a city they acquire scales and mm-hmm. and uh, personality that fits for city. So whenever they talk about these Ashkenazi Jews, the European Jews that le- left Europe and moved to New York City, a lot of them work in garment. But unlike working farm, let's just hit them all, Yoshi. <laughs> but unlike <laughs> un- 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 unlike working farm, where you simply just have crop and you sell, and you don't know what they do with it, the Jewish people and live in New York City saw the complicated business right. where they make clothes, but they went to department store. Jewish people have a very sophisticated way of looking at the city. Yeah, I and, gotta and, think and, it's. I gotta think it's. I mean, this probably sounds horrible 
but I've always felt like it's probably genetic. You know, I, mean, I don't even I don't even know what no, that means. No, sure. But and I don't think that that not in some like we're better at being funny or that you know that sounds like some Jimmy the Greek. Black people are good at sports and Jews are good at. Fu- I don't I don't I don't think I mean that. But I, I you know if if you share it if there's like a if you take funny people and and breed them. Yeah, then, you know, if, if you're sharing a gene pool, then I guess it's just kind of a, a and especially a gene pool that's been affected by like such atrocities and tragedies true. throughout the mm-hmm. course of civilization. Then it just kind of becomes a natural defense yeah. mechanism. Yeah, I guess so. But like the, Yoshi said, a lot of people, Jews aren't the, you know, they just, we just we're just the best at publicizing our our tragedies. Yeah, I have a friend. Uh, you know, you guys it's know L- Louis Katz. Yoshi, yeah, your friend with Louis is a great comedian. If a guy came up with, he used to have a joke that I don't think he ever did past the open mic stages. But he used to say, like, man, Armenians, you guys, you guys suck at having a Holocaust. Man, you don't have any movies or books. And <laughs> like, Jews just were really good at getting getting our story out there, so everybody's aware of it. But whereas, yeah. you know, we're not talking about Bosnians. You know, you know, they don't get. There's not a great this whole. They don't have good PR. They don't have good PR. Yeah. Exactly. We, <laughs> and it's it's true. Like you look at the. What, what, what happened to Chinese during? Oh, right, I forgot you're Armenian. Yeah. What happened to the Chinese during the World War Two? You know, the numbers are staggering, like between thirty to fifty million. Right. But you know, <laughs> there's no right Schindler's Chance list or whatever. Yeah. You know, and um, it's that's not the same. We don't want to minimize Jewish people's tragedy, or whatever. But, but yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I don't know how these things work. I will say this though: uh, my wife, who's not Jewish, but she's she, my wife's also a comedian. I don't know if you, did you know that? Yeah. You've met her, yeah, I think. And uh, she's very funny. Very funny. And uh, we have an eight-year-old daughter who probably has the, I don't want to say the worst, but the, what's the word? Like, how do you quantify a sense of humor? Lowest? (laughs) Dry humor? No, just zero. Lack of sense of humor. Like, I mean, you would think. (laughs) Really? By eight years old, I was already super sarcastic, kind of a jerk. I was. My, I have a. I have a twin brother. We were. We were. Yeah. We were always playing tricks on people. At the, like she takes everything literally. She has no sense of irony or sarcasm. And she's not that she's not that she's not bright. She gets great grades. She's ahead of her class in yeah. reading and writing. She just cannot. She has no sense of of when you're being. You know. It's so when you, ju- you that when makes you- and it makes me want to do it. Yeah, I'll tell her like you know I was thinking about it. And I just think I love your brother more than you. You know. Just to t- and then she'll just instantly start crying. Yeah, you know? and not and ch- instead of like and I just keep I keep doing stuff like that because I'm hoping that because you want to give her daddy issues. What? No, one day I just want her to say shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, get out of here. You're just kidding. You know. But every time it's like you know no matter what I say, I told her once. You know, we, uh, your mom and I were talking. We're gonna skip your birthday this year. You're just gonna be seven for another year. You know. And she just what are you talking? You know, instant just tears and she does this. You know that that little kid well well up. Yeah. Thing, you know, like what, really. Still, and it's not even like that. that <laughs> if you're th- her genetics being uh, born of two funny, what I think are two funny comedians, yeah. should prevail at some point. But just the Pavlovian effect of how many times can I trick you with this stuff before yeah. you just catch on that look when I say something and it's super mean and super dry and matter of fact, it's never going to be true. Or I wouldn't. But no, no, doesn't get sarcasm yet. No, so I don't know. Still but develop- don't you- developing yeah. uh, feelings of attachment to her parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> or detachment. But now eight, it's pretty old. Like she has some. There's some. I meet eight year olds with some sar- sar- You know. Yeah. But isn't there a point you want to kind of want to stop? You don't want her to hate you. Oh, I don't think I don't. I think that'll be for entirely other reasons. <laughs> don't, I don't think. She's <laughs> gonna be like, so why were we living in that one bedroom apartment for so long, and why didn't why didn't you have a real job? You know, like I think there's yeah. other there's other um, you know. Does your son get sarcasm? Well, he's two and a half, but I think ah. he gets it more than her. I don't know. Wow. I don't know that he gets it on a level that you know that a, a grown up would or somebody an eight year old. Yeah. But he but he seems like he's he definitely yeah he seems like he's more on the path to that. I would think. Yeah. 
but also boys are better than girls. So. Is she, is she more is, is, she, yeah. is she more like you personality wise or your wife? Um, that's a good question. I, we, I, you know, um, I would hard to say. You know, I don't know. Is the, that right? You, you know, you always want to say that your kid. This one's like this one's like mom. This one's like dad. But I don't. You know, they they're kind of like their own little people. Does anyone, and nobody here has kids, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, there wasn't the oh really? Thank you for uh, I commend you for all for uh, for not using the uh, that I know of hacky joke that usually that's usually the question that's usually the answer do you have kids not that i know of like everybody thinks yeah. that's the funniest joke <laughs> oh because you're just having so much unprotected <laughs> sex and then you don't ever talk to them because you could all right oh that's good that's a good one that's None good that I, I was like kind of gave you a beat to like mm, and you didn't you didn't bite so can, thanks yoshi and already you didn't have a mic but you could have yelled it i guess and uh, and i just have abortion so yeah, those yeah, don't yeah count. exactly <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a, you're a one woman armenian holocaust <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do want to jump right into it, um, Jacob. That's very funny. How, <laughs> so you have this reputation about um, among a couple of my f- close friends, and uh, they say you're extremely knowledgeable in boxing. Now, how did how did this happen? Because, of course, I'm sure there were great Jewish boxers, but not for a long time. Not for a long time. But you know that I was I almost brought that up when we were talking about the because when the Jews first got here we weren't this didn't have this reputation as these college educated brainy people no we were you know when you live in new york city yeah. and there's too many fucking people right. you literally we feel tough. like you've been boxed and you sometimes have to knock the fucker out right. of your way well, there were some good jewish champions uh you know in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the in the in the old days but uh uh which one Cain and abel yeah <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> like oh i'm sorry the guy used donkey's jaw to kill the other one I like it um <laughs> <laughs> um Old Testament reference. Go ahead. I know that's impressive. Um, you probably you probably know more than, than me about it. I'm pretty secular. I live in Beverly Hills. I have to right. know these things. Oh, do you really? Well, uh, the boxing for me. I'm I'm what you call a serial obsessive. Anyway, mm-hmm. like I get obsessed with things, and I and I, uh, you, you know how you know how like manic depressives or bipolar they get like really obsessed with with they pick up hobbies and they yeah. get like, really intensely into them. Then they drop them and never think about them again. Right. I do that, but I don't drop them. You know, I just collect these different things. So, like, Star Wars is one, boxing is one. Uh, you know, in the last like five years, I've become this really intense hockey fan. I like never was, you know, ever. And now it's like I, I probably have read the whole NHL rule book. And all, I meet up with Canadians, and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy knows hockey." I was like, "Yeah, I've never watched a game until like five years ago." You know? So, um, I, I, I but, so but, that's but, part of it with boxing. But I also like when I when I I was always into it as a kid, and there was a point in my adult life. Where something clicked with me, and I just realized it was like the greatest thing. What was your created. dad watching it? How Never. Did, he hated it. Oh, yeah, he was a physician. He said it was brutal and it should be illegal, and, and, he, and he, he didn't. He was not a, a wow Jewish doctor. That's really right, weird. Right, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. Was not a fan at all. My brother and I just grew up as huge Mike Tyson fans. You know. Oh, I, I, I absolutely. He's, he's the a reason fan. I'm a boxing yeah. fan. You know, the reason I'm a comedian is because I saw Eddie Murphy Delirious. The reason yeah. I'm a boxing fan is because I saw you know Mike Tyson before pay per view when you could watch him fight on regular Showtime and HBO. And yet, why do Jews hate black people? Um, I don't. I don't know. That they, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like um, they have a very there was a love hate relationship between Jews and black people, which which is kind of shocking. Because all the greatest wickers are Jews. You know, the BC Boys are all Jews and. MC Search. It, it's strange because both suffer from horrible history, and you would think they'd get along. But well, there was that's a whole separate conversation. But there was, you know, I I spent um, a lot of my high school years thinking I was like a black Muslim. You know, I was like super into that East Coast 
rap and yeah. Nation of Islam stuff, and I was like driving around listening to Brand Nubian in my car, you know, singing Black Man's God. Like, you know, I thought that was, I didn't see any irony in that. I thought it was just yeah. so. I thought there was like a real connection, but you know, of course, if you read like the autobiography of Malcolm X, you know, and there are just I guess no, I don't know if people read books anymore, but there's probably YouTube videos that explain this stuff. Where you know, I think that's a post civil rights. Yeah, where there was a there was a real connection between uh, Jews and blacks, and for some, you know, a lot of complicated reasons. I don't. I think black people felt like after it was over, Jews just kind of went home to their nice houses and abandoned yeah. and abandoned the cause. And Jews probably feel like black people were ungrateful for their efforts, or you know, the, I don't know. You guys should just rent Mississippi Burning. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, going back to boxing, yeah. you for some reason. I'm glad it happened. Your brother and yourself like boxing. And are you a boxing fan, Yoshi? I'm, I, I, I like sports, and that, yeah. that, that's a like, really weak spot. So when I talked to Chris Strait, another great comedian and who's very knowledgeable about yeah. boxing. Yeah, he's my boxing fan. And, and, and um, my good friend Russell Peters, a huge boxing yeah. friend. I went to Lennox Lewis's house with Russell because they're friends. Nice. They, yeah. they, they start boxing when they're 17 or so. Yeah, he, yeah he, cause, cause that's right. Lennox was a Canadian Olympian. Yeah. People forget that. He, he kind of started, as a pro, he kind of represented the UK, but, uh, uh, you know, he spent, I don't know if he spent a lot of his youth in Canada and actually yeah. boxed, boxed for Canada in the Olympics. People forget that. But, uh, I made him. I made, that's uh, great. Um, Vernon, um, what, why am I, why am I forgetting Vernon's last name? Vernon Davis? You mean, Vernon Forrest? Well, oh, I'm mean, Vernon Forrest. Passed yeah. away? Last time I saw him was, um, I'm sorry, so late. I just got back from Europe and Asia Monday. Yeah, uh, he died like two, I saw him two months before he got really? murdered. Really? Yeah. Wow. Through and Russell? Or? I met him through Russell, and um, he was a wonderful person. And, and of course, I made Mike Tyson. I made Mike at a porn convention. Yeah. And I introduced him to one of my tranny friends. He had no idea it was a tranny. And he, uh, shemale, sorry, trying is a derogatory term for it. It is? Yeah. Huh. They, they prefer she because emphasizing the yeah, word she. Yeah, they still go to oh, the tranny awards. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's like. In porn. Well, it's, it's a little different. It's like black, black people calling each other niggers, but you, I can't call them. <laughs> Whoa. So trannies could call each other tranny, but they prefer shemale. At least that's what I. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that there were, that there were offensive or non offensive. Uh, Words. Yeah, they they for her she males. Uh, well, I know this because I worked in porn business for fourteen years. Are you still working? In no, I got fired last year. So hence, hence, hence podcast now. So, but that's not something you wanted to, you know, pursue in at another company, or just it was when it was over. No, it was it's over. it's um, you know, when somebody asked Bill Clinton one time, like, what what would you what does he want to run next? Does he want to be Supreme Court Justice? And 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 his response, if I remember right, it's like I had the best work. As a president, it's uh-huh. like you're kind of lowering yourself to some lower position. He's like, you know what? <laughs> he reached the peak. You know what I mean? So I worked for Evo so Angel, the the best. He, he actually got into the porn yeah. thing after he was, after he was done. <laughs> so I worked for Evo Angel. The, you know, one it's the New York Yankees uh, right, porn. Sure, sure. So um, I I didn't really want to. I don't know if you remember. If you, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. I hate to like give myself credit, but when I met you, when we first met on that David Tell week, you you were very impressed with my porn knowledge. You were no, just I remember. No, 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 I remember. I, I, I was, no, I, I was, I was impressed I'm with myself to... that you were impressed with me, and uh, and uh, because you know, I grew up. My, my father was a porn aficionado. That's something. Uh, oh, that, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, oh, my father. I grew up um, in a house in a porn house. When my my father had this is in the VHS days, had a closet with probably I don't know a thousand, two thousand porn videos, and he would 
he was a big and on top of that he would he was a big renter at all times he'd go to the rent you know he's a big movie uh, VH, wait is your dad is your dad still alive no he passed away remember? oh that's what heart, attack, talk heart attack so he uh he uh yeah <laughs> Let me ask, let me ask you this. Let me ask, let me ask you. Did he have a heart attack because he saw some exciting porn? No, he had a cigarette smoker. Went out to smoke and uh, died with a cigarette. The in his doctor hand. that was also yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when I grew up in this house, and he told my brother, probably around eight years old, he goes, "Here's the porn. Watch whatever you want. Just don't do it around me, and put it back where you found it." You know. And so we were like actually encouraged to watch it, and then we'd have these really like open, honest sexual discussions with yeah. him. Yeah. You know, remember once he goes, we but why was he talking to you while he was naked, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. He would um. <laughs> <laughs> he would um, he would say like uh, I remember once asking him, uh, "Son, would you want me to, you, you want me to show you how to well, jerk I mean, off?" Well, no, actually, my Chinese friend showed me how to jerk off. Dan, uh, named Danny Shu. Eugene, okay, my friend um, Danny Shu. No, he taught he taught me how to jerk off, but uh, at around twelve, and I was a late bloomer. But he, um, my, I remember my dad asking my dad once, "Oh, so like, what is uh, what is what does sex feel like?" And he's like, "Well, you jack off, right?" And we're probably like eight or nine, and we're yeah. like, "We're like, yeah." Then no, I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, "Yeah, of course, I, you know, just want to be cool." And he's like, "Well, if it's like that, except a thousand times better." And I was like, "All right, right, all right." But I, and then I walked away going, well, I, have, "I still have, that was, I have no frame of reference." Wait, for that. Was he a but really now, real doctor? Yes, he was. He was. He wasn't was a doctor in the porno movie. China, you know, it was a it was a Chinese medicine. <laughs> Just, just needles and herbs and shit rubbing quarters <laughs> on the back of people's necks that's a real reference yeah. if you, Eugene are Chinese or Korean Korean of course is Los Angeles same difference um, not really actually but but go ahead. So so but your so dad. He was a, so he got us started. So I felt like I've the porn. Thing well, what the a, fuck is your mom doing? Like oh, oh she they were divorced and she hated it. She had porn. In fact, we we stole a couple of my one of my favorite porns of all time was one shot on thirty five millimeter in the eighties called Miami Spice. Which with Randy West, I remember was it in? I don't remember. I don't Ooh, remember. I I've seen it. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's Randy great. West was one of the Evil Angels directors. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's probably still doing stuff. And I, can't, I don't remember. It's funny. I remember him. I don't remember any of the female stars. But uh, it was a, it was a really. That's when they put a lot of effort into. It. And we took that one home. We stole that one and we took it home to our mom's house. And she confiscated it. And I'll, holy fuck! What is the her. what is the goofy hair that we always make fun of the guys from eighties? The mullet, yeah, he yeah. had a mullet. He had yeah. a decent mullet. Yeah, he had some great lines. My uh, my friend and my br- Danny, who taught us how to masturbate, my friend and my brother and I still quote lines from Miami Spice. And I, God, I wish I like could find what? Them. Um, <laughs> come on, nah, it's not. It's oh, not, come it's on, not worth, it would wouldn't work out of context. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be okay. I could never. Can do you throw it, just, it in I could never during the podcast sometime? If you feel I mean, it just it was like there was a uh, there's a scene when he's like they're sitting he's sitting around eating strawberries at this mansion with this girl, and he's uh she's like. I'm not gonna. I can't do she's it. Like, oh, she said she, I need some. She said she likes strawberries, and she goes, "You like strawberries?" He's like, "Yeah, I like strawberries, but it's not my favorite thing." And she's like, "What is your favorite thing?" And he goes, "Pussy. I love nibbling on pussy." <laughs> that's 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 perfect. Okay, right, but I mean, it doesn't sound like much, and of course, we're also desensitized to yeah. talk like that in the porn. But I mean, it just the, we time. thought it. We just rewound it over and over. We thought it was the funniest line of dialogue we'd ever heard. Also, just like it's not my favorite thing. Like like you would just jump from strawberries to pussy. In like the realm of things, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I thought that we thought it was just well, pretty funny. So that like I could say that to my uh, my my friend or my brother at any time. They know exactly what movie, who said it, you know. But uh, yeah, porn was a big part of my life. So when I met you and I said, "Oh, there's a guy that works in the porn industry," I felt the need to show off. I, I remember, I remember you were saying stuff. I was very, very impressed. I just couldn't remember which specific. It was stuff. just act. It was just yeah. actors. I'm sure I was. Just, you know what? I was thinking about that today, knowing I was going to see you, and yeah. I thought, "Wow, you know that was like what was that? Oh, say that was oh seven because I think it was oh seven uh, or oh eight latest." Um, you know, and all the there's porn stars now that were like 12 years old when we were having that conversation. Like, yeah. but like if I were to meet you now and I was trying to impress you with names, I'd be dropping names of girls that were like not even 
you know, probably didn't have enough boobs when we first met. You know, it's crazy how that happens. I remember my um, cousins, you know, you'll be hanging out with her friends and then they will bond by talking about the kind of shoes that they like. I don't, I don't quite understand why the women into shoes and stuff. But I, can, I understand where you're coming from because I bonded like guys like Russell Peters and Norton and people like that with talking about porn. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I could almost figure out guys' personality, what they're into, what the kind of movies mm-hmm. that they're into, you know? Furthermore, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, a way, I'm way better in bed because of porn. Like I straight up just, like I don't even know what I would, that's how I learn my moves, man. I watch, I'm like, oh, that's what we're doing now? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we're stepping on their faces while we're hitting from behind? Okay, I'll do, oh, b- big toe in the mouth? All right, I got that. I, can, I wouldn't have thought of that shit. You yeah. know, like, I watch porn, I'm like, I'm doing that. That's when I started slapping girls t- in the face and stuff, like, you know, and knowing how hard to do it. I remember watching, uh, uh, fashionistas with Belladonna and, oh my God. And, and just and thinking that's evil in your production yeah it right is there. and it was a, that scene at the final scene with Rocco and, and, and Belladonna when he starts like slapping her in the face and I was like Rocco's afraid and I remember thinking yeah and I remember thinking oh wow like it's like face spanking like you know and I don't know how old I was then but I was like I wouldn't have you know I've ha- I would I had been with girls that asked me to slap them but I thought that was just crazy and oh these girls are freaky and I would do it but then like seeing it in that context and it seemed like hot to bo- for, for both of them not just like you know like mm-hmm. uh, just one guy being an abusive jerk or a girl being a masochist i was like okay it's just like you can do some light face slapping yeah. and like so i started you know i started busting that on chicks man why not and when did you come on their faces um when <laughs> when did i first start coming on girls faces when they're, i mean it's for as soon as they would let you right that's every that's that's the an correct older. correct answer is while they're sleeping right <laughs> About 15 seconds Who was your after. favorite porn star growing up? Growing up? Um, yeah. Wow. My favorite porn star growing up. I went through phases. <sighs> I was really, I remember being, I was really into a girl named Nikki Dial for a long time. I remember her. Yeah. Um, I liked, um, uh, there was a girl that wasn't, see, I, I kind of like big asses and there was this girl, there was a woman, you probably remember Ashlyn Gear. She was famous for a long mm-hmm. time. She hadn't, really didn't have a great ass, but she was just such a, she just such a screamer and a crystal crazy and wild. And I, don't, I don't know if it was fake or not, but it was like, it was so, like as a kid, it was so, uh, Kind of shocking that I think I, that was uh, that was somebody I liked a lot. God, you know, uh, oh, I, you know, I liked uh, who's the girl Polly Shore used to fuck uh, Savannah. Savannah was that her name? Oh, the one shot herself yeah, in the face. Poor yeah, kid, poor girl. Yeah. Whoa, she was really hot. Um, shot herself with, with cum or gun? Was she killed she, herself? She was. No, she, uh, she got into a car accident and um, I think she had a scar on her face and she was traumatized by it. Just by and, the scar, is that right? And I, I think if I remember, and, and it was a very minor scar, but to her, and as you know, yeah. any woman in business of where their appearance is so important. Was that the story, really? If I oh. remember right, I, I might be wrong, um, but the scar, it's like when a healthy girl looks at herself in the mirror, the mirror looks normal. But girl, have yeah, a more. I figured yeah. there had to be more like depression and drug abuse or something like that. That, that, that didn't help either. Right. But 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 the, when the girls like the example you just gave, Lily, mm-hmm. their window. I Body mean, the, yeah, the the mirrors oh, that the, the, the mirrors that they use is like those mirrors from Carnival. Yeah, like Funhouse. Funhouse yeah. mirror. Yeah. So to us, she looks still fine. It's like a, you can't even see the scar. But to her, it was just like mm. it, I, I could be wrong, but that's the I way I remember know, yeah, her. And then she she literally shot herself. Yeah. Shot, got a shotgun or something and shot her face off. How much longer after the car accident? Very soon. Very like shortly I after. Yeah. yeah, I only I knew she had killed herself. I didn't know the the details. Um, Raquel Darian also, by the way, was a big was a big Raquel Darian fan. I, she I, would only fuck her husband, <laughs> and that was kind of a bummer. 
No, she, uh, she got to a point where she would only fuck her husband. Uh, out of all those ones you mentioned, I have to say I, I remember meeting her, and she Raquel? was she was one of the most beautiful men ever, wow. of her generation. I bet, and she always had the crimped hair. <laughs> That's yeah. how old I am. I was watching porn stars with the crimps, but uh, uh, yeah, now it's like all. The, I mean, the internet. Without the internet, you really had to know your stuff, and you know. And then I, I spent a lot of years as a kid working in video stores too, uh, in just regular video stores, but mom and pop stores were not blockbusters where they would have like the little the porn room, you know? So I actually even know my gay porn pretty well because I had to deal, you know, I worked in San Francisco. I had to, like, I had to put that stuff away too, man. Yeah, and... And, 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 uh, and, and, I had a, and I'm not going to lie, I had a couple of my staff picks. My, my <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? Uh, Schindler's Fist? Man, uh, <laughs> man Rammer. Man Rammer was a fave. Yeah. Man Rammer? Yeah. Uh, Falcon, uh, Falcon, was, Falcon was a very good line for good gay stuff. Yeah, I liked, uh, I liked the Thai, Mustang the Thai, was box, another. The thai yeah. Boxer series, you know? Um, Just being a boxing fan, you know. Th- those are like the those are the premier gay porn um, companies, and I discovered Bear that way. I thought that was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Was I'd never heard of that until I uh, working at a video store. And it was like this whole like uh, Bear tracks, you know. I remember that was one. Of those. And you know what? We, <laughs> and and then, you, you know, I, that's like common knowledge now. But that was real in that was real in. It was a, insider it, shit. But it, it was fifteen years ago. It was very mysterious to me because. I just thought if I was a gay guy, I want to be with the hot young gay guy. Yeah, I know. And then when you work at a porn shop, like they specifically look for like a fat, chubby guy with a hairy body. And one time I asked, like, because I I like women, I like young, athletic-looking girls. It's like me picking up like grandmothers and shit. That would be confusing the gay guys. Yeah. I would I would imagine. But I asked one of the gay guys, like, why why out of the thing? You could pick movie with a young, good-looking gay guys. Why do you pick? Well, it's a real fetish, you know. Yeah, like why do you pick a chubby, hairy gay guys? And and, and more than once, multiple times, I heard they told me this. Honest to God, true story. They told me because it reminds them of their, their mother. mother. Um, yeah. Oh, of their mother. Yeah. They're gonna say father. Because it's just like a. Sounds like they have daddy issues. It it's it's like they have breasts. Cub, <laughs> you're, the the gay guys are that like a cub, and there's the mothers bear like cub. you know, and there's like, the bear cub situation. But yeah. a lot of it is just bear on bear, where it's big guy, big hairy guy on yeah. big hairy guy. Yeah. You know what else I learned? It seems from like some Freudian shit from working yeah. in video stores. You know, like most people, like I ignorantly thought, you know, when you're a kid, you think I don't. It's so it makes it's so stupid now to think about it. But I always thought that like gay guys only had sex doggy style. That was the only way to yeah. have gay anal sex. You know, so mm-hmm. like whenever you and your friends would like make jokes, that would that would be the, the way we you know that we. That we joked and stuff, and then like looking at working in these video stores and looking at the, these boxes, I was like, "Oh, like I see they do like all the positions." And yeah. then like then you get then you know as I got more sexually advanced as a as a straight person, I'm like, yeah. "Well, duh, you have like anal sex with girls in every position. Like, yeah. why would you have to fuck a dude from the back?" You know. So then it was like that was so that, that that really uh, weirded me out. I used to work at this place called Taboo Video up in Seattle, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to get this gay customer. Does every, every comedian work in a video store, like. Well, <laughs> that's a transition. Uh, or is it a porn fetish? Well, I, no, I did. I had like filmmaking aspirations as a kid, uh, so I was always like, I wanted to be that's, like that's the, a good place. The Tarantino yeah. kid. That's what I thought I was gonna be. The you know. Oh yeah, because he worked in a video store. Yeah, yeah, right. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna work in a video store and I'll be the next Tarantino. You know, oh, so cool. it's kind of like that. But it, obviously, it but didn't this, work this, out. this guy I just got really into gay porn instead. <laughs> but this guy used to show up almost every Friday, and our policy at the store was. If there's a problem with the product, DVD, or I guess we didn't sell DVD back then, but um, VHS tape, you got you have to show us the problem at the what the, the specific point, and if there's a problem, then we have to replace it with a new product. So that's awkward. 
so the guy will come you're supposed to bring the tape at the spot there's problem <laughs> but what they do is he'll rewind the whole fucking thing from the beginning make me fo- uh, fast forward make me watch the yeah. whole thing yeah. but here's the thing there was never a problem with those he just got off on heterosexual guy watching yeah, gay porn and that. we just it's I will awkwardly watch it every Friday <laughs> <laughs> he know that I know that there's not problem with the fucking tape but I'm in the customer service business. So, I, I, so where I, did you do this? Like in the back office? Or did Jeff no, go in front? No, right front of the counter. There's, there's Right by the cash register, there's TV and VCR. Did you put it on right put there? Put it on. So other customers in line have to watch. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was wasn't against the policy? The thought of you watching gay porn? I'm, I'm sure or That's something. That's bank bank. Like every Friday night. He goes so, home, I got him to do it again. So, you know, sometimes you're in line grocery store and there's one problem person and you're, you're standing behind. Like you have to wait until this fucker is satisfying. Was well, the same thing, and like they will uh. play. I have to fast forward the gay stuff, that's and crazy. every time we finish, he's like, "That's weird. I had a problem at home." Like you motherfucker, there was not any problem. You actually put that on in, in the main. You didn't like go in the office and look no. at other customers. I don't want to be in like a private room with a gay guy watching a gay. Well, I don't want. What about if there's kids in the store? It was or was it a, was it an adult? No, shop? It's, it's an adult shop. Oh, it was an adult no. shop. I so, see. I never did that. I worked in regular business. Yeah. Adults. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was getting freaked. I'm thinking like you're it. Oh, no, a lot, lot of guy, lot of guys are afraid of being called pervert working all per, uh, porn shops. They want to work mom and pop and like have little porn. I, mean, I was like, no, I'm I'm all about being perverted, you know. No, right, like, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, you know, I was all committed to it. But yeah, it, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fucking like that. But but one good thing about dealing with gay people, I I, I became very tolerant because after a while, I realized. You know, it's not the same thing I'm into, but I understand you have these feelings and sometimes you can't find a person to have sex with. So if you're not getting enough nutrient from your food, you take vitamins, right? Well, porn is really vitamin for people that kiss sex right away. I, I just, I couldn't, I can't imagine my life without porn. You know? Yeah. And I hear there's like, oh, you know, there's this syndrome where people can't have sex because with, if they watch porn, they can't get erect with real, I'm like, what? Who are these idiots? You know, like I, for me, it does, it's the more I'm having sex, the more I'm watching porn. The more yeah. I'm watching porn, the more I'm having sex. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and by porn, I mean, you know, masturbation because they go, they, yeah. go hand, they go hand in hand. I've never like, if like I, I, I'll like, you know, I'll have sex with my wife because that's yeah. what I have sex with. And, um, uh, you know, like at night and then she'll go to bed and I'll, and I'll jack off the porn after she falls asleep. Like it's like, you wow! What? Yeah, yeah, totally. You can still yeah, get an all. erection after you have. Yeah, I mean, oh, not yeah. Like instantly, but you know, within ten, twenty minutes, you know. Oh, and then you good. know, and then uh, and then uh, <laughs> and vice versa, you know, like if it's, I, it's that's a, pr- a pretty healthy sex drive. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. I think so. You kind of train but, yourself, but one to doesn't do ruin the other, you know. Right? Do you think one begets the other? Like, do you yes, think, yeah. for me they do. Yeah, for me, yeah. But I've heard my brother told me that recently that, you know, because he's kind of similar to me. He said, you know, there's just a lot of guys that can't, they say, there's like a, they can't get, that's like a new phenomenon. They, there's so much porn. It's so available that all these guys are like so overloaded on it. They can't, uh, they can't, you know, get erections with real women. And that, I don't, I don't get that at all. That's you know? compartmentalizing porn way too much for those dudes. If, if that's true. So. Maybe, I mean, it could, uh, however it's, valid that is, but. We're at a real you know, amazing time in history for porn. I think it's just the way how how available it is. You know, I've like I've never I've I mean I've like 
you know, jacked off in public restrooms on my iPhone. These, I mean, you could do any. There's just any. There's no Wait, you limit. You have done that, of course. Yeah, there's no limit to worry. I mean, it's not like it used to be like this thing where you had to like, you know, prepare How yourself. How often do you do you? I mean, anytime public. I need to. If I'm like, if I'm how in a often is that though? Like on a weekly basis? No, not on a weekly basis. But you know, I had a Jacob, did you do you used to do this? Because this is this is what I, I had a day job for a while, and I was absolutely jacking. I mean, I no way I'm going to work 12 hours and not jack off. You know, especially in a nice clean bathroom. Yeah, we, you know. But Jacob, <laughs> did you did you ever did you ever do this? Because um, I, I I know for a fact, vast majority of time I did this. Whenever I had a job interview, and I get nervous, first thing I go to the office, like I go to bathroom, jerk off. At the place you were interviewing? Yeah. No, I haven't done that, but that's yeah. gag. That's gag then I'm then like, I feel like, you know what? You have a lot of confidence. Okay. Th- that's what I would do before exams is I would play with myself before an exam. Use my I never did that. I never that's did that for exams. For anxiety. Because that's I, what it's like. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I could go take this test I now. say fuck it, uh, education. And, um, but that was in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely did a lot of the, the uh, something about Mary when I know I'm going to get laid, Jack, you know, to, to last longer when you get, you know, like if oh, I know, yeah, 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 like, yeah, but yeah. before you go out with a girl or something definitely pulled a lot of that but i mean it, it's uh it's so available now you know it's and it's and not that you not that i need pointage but you know it's really it really is harder and harder for me because it's uh, maybe if anything i guess i it's made it harder to, to jack off without porn i guess that's the one drawback of porn it hasn't mm. messed with my actual sex life but i used to do a lot more you talked about the, the spank bank mm-hmm. i was called it the the imagine jack you know where you could just kind of <laughs> like you know go Oh, who's that hot girl I saw at the Starbucks today, or whoever, yeah. whatever yeah. it is? You know, the girl in your class. I, I remember in high school, I used to run through my periods: first period, second period, the, oh, third period. Her, you know, like I'd kind of, and then you know, like just shut my eyes and 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 picture me fucking her or whatever. And I don't, I don't never really. That's that's let I do that. You don't so, have to. Right yeah, anymore, yeah. you don't have to. Just, but it's 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 just yeah, it's so easy. You don't have to because back you know when i was what are you gonna get out you're not always near a vcr and if you are you know with the house to yourself yeah. or yeah. your kid but now it's like even like teenagers now could just take the iphone in the bathroom exactly you, know? you have technology for that i mean yeah it's I, like when we used to re- memorize people's phone numbers when we right. didn't have cell phones and yeah. now you don't need to so that, no one remembers anyone's that phone number sucks too because i was the guy that was my skill i was, was the, it? i was like you know there was always a guy <laughs> in the group like what's it, what's his phone number i would i like really prided myself on, really? on being the phone number i'm not i don't it's a it's a wasted talent now but yeah i was that guy i was like the guy <laughs> oh, with, we gotta I, bring this back i was the phone number guy i, I also was a master of pager code do you <laughs> page code one four three? Not just no no no. I can do the thing when you spell. Come on, Asians, back me up. Oh. Where, you can, where you can spell the letters right side. We're just like, no, 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 said, no 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 no. Not that. I'm talking about like forwards where you could do the whole alphabet and just write full sentences in pagers. Oh, like like two would be yes, you know, or was it a five and s? What is that? that? It's a two, I guess, would be an s. You know, an oh, uh, an h would be like a, a seven. No, a no. one. How does it go? Like, a, I don't know. Like h is a. Fuck, I'm fuck, I can't remember. Four. But you could look it up. But there was ways you could do it where mm. like they kind of resembled letters, and you put a dash in between uh. each one, and you could actually. It wasn't like hello, where it actually looks like hello. Yeah. There was like a, it was more like a code where you could actually. There was like a whole alphabet, and, and you could like send people whole sentences. You know, it was great. Do you, <laughs> l- 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 do, do you get You're um, a little genius over here? No, just old, just just hacker. Old. Are you the kind of guy? Like after a while, you get tired of mastering same shit, so you almost have to watch something different. Like when I say different, like you when the genre wise, when when the prolapse shit happened, that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, prolapse. I like anal, but the prolapse thing. That's but I can't uh, imagine Jack. But one of the that. one of the reasons, like my former boss John Celiano, I think he watched so much fucking porn, and like he watched a lot of fucking. Butt man. Yeah. <laughs> 
After that's what? A, that's, he owned Evil Angel. Did he start Evil Angel? Yeah. I'm not like a. He I'm, felt, not, he I'm felt, not like a nerd about the industry itself. He, he, just he the jacking off part. <laughs> he filmed Fashionista in one of the most successful and critically acclaimed film, and I have to say, it's a pretty fucking incredible movie. I mean, it's a. It really is a piece of work. No, it is. Who's the guy that used to do all the arty stuff? Uh, come on, there's a guy that would do. Andrew Blake. Yes, thank you. You nailed. Of course, it. I nailed that. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. He was good too. There was some. Um, Chameleons, remember that? That was a good, that was a classic Andrew Blake. John Leslie did that one, and Andrew Blake. Wait, Andrew Blake didn't direct Chameleons. John Leslie did. I thought J- Leslie did that one. Oh, interesting. I, I could be, I could be wrong, but for those of you, if you specifically want to watch a movie where you only see women and oh, most man. gorgeous women. By the way, Tori Wells was another one of my old classics. You weren't thinking of Chameleons, oh, Tori Wells. Tori Wells, I, I, um, she. She did stuff with Andrew Blake, and yeah. it was considered the greatest porn. And um, it was like 1990, 89 or 90. Yeah, that's the era. That's the era. She, she, when Michael Keaton was Batman and Tori Wells was queen of the world. Yes. <laughs> she came to Evil Angel office one time. and I, Now, recently? This is probably three years ago. How does she look? She looked great. Oh, that's great. I, I, I imagine bank, imagine bank. <laughs> well, I'm into older girls, so I also, so I, li- I like the idea that these girls held up because I just, you know, like I'll still, uh, what's the, God, what's her name? The big, the really, Nina Hartley. I'll jack off to her current stuff, man. Oh my God. And she's like in her 60s, right? She looks I, incredible. I, I, she's, I think she's mid to late 50s, but, but she's, um, I mean, but, but I so, grabbed her ass. She, I asked, yeah. like, Nina, may I grab your ass? She said, sure. And um, because I don't, I'm not a grabby guy, I always ask permission. But it's like, that's like, you know. I wish there was that's video like getting, on this podcast just for it's that. It's like getting Mike Tyson to sign your glove statement or something. That, yeah, she just did. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I've done stuff like that. Like, yeah, if it's, um, just, if it's just I mean, pe- people, the legend, right? Pe- people find it weird. Um, You'll be surprised how often I've done this in New York City too, where I've seen these Ford modeling girls like they're like. Say, can I grab your ass? No, 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 no. I I asked like. I I don't know what what was the most surprising the fact that I asked the girl and she said yes, but like, excuse me, may I, may I touch your face? That is weird. Because her face was so perfect. It is it's so incredibly can perfect. Can I sully it with? My oily fingers. Yes, <laughs> it's so it's too perfect. Can I can I, I need to touch you? It, it was so perfect. I thought it was so unfair to the rest of the women because this is something the men do to women, which is the contrast effect. So let's say you have a girl from little small town in Iowa of ten thousand, and there's a prettiest girl from there, and she's. She's prettiest girl out of ten thousand people. She's gonna be pretty. Yeah. So she walks in this room right now. Um, it's just me and her. She's very pretty. Yeah. Let's say one of the um, Victoria's Secret model walks in. Now, clearly, she is vastly superiorly better looking than her. She didn't become uglier, you know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's she's secretly pretty like half a minute ago. Mm-hmm. But this is what we do. All of a sudden. We make a point of looking at the 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 the, the little Victoria. the little ten thousand town girl, less like ugly almost. You know. So like, where does so where does the face touching come in? Oh, <laughs> so how is that okay to touch a stranger's face? So I I asked her because I I was just amazed. She wasn't creeped out. You, no, because I it was like I, just in public. Uh, it was public. I I, I just kind of like 
I know I don't I uh, I I I'm just curious. Your your face is so unearthly beautiful. It's shockingly beautiful to me. Mm. Um, I'm just curious, like the shape of your face. May I? May, you, do you mind if I touch that? And then um, I don't know. She she let me. And maybe she just thought you were blind because you're Asian and you can't. Well, remember. I was walking. <laughs> I need to touch mm. your face. <laughs> See what you play. And it's and 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 the Greeks were right. They they talk about this thing where um, golden means like um, I don't know exactly the number, but every everything proportional the the, the proportion the symmetry and the proportion of your head to the rest of the body it's always same number. And they've done studies where mm. um, compared to like people who are, are considered beautiful and. Every time I know people say hmm. beauty's eye of be- beholder, but there's a formula for it. There's a completely formula, and her face, everything, the clarity of her face, the proportion, the distance between her eye and nose. I mean, it, it like I, <laughs> I even have how Asian am I? I even had those measuring things, measuring tape. Yeah, Wait, did, it, was it, this just like on the subway or something? What did you? No, down in um. Tribeca area. If but I she remember. was just walking around. She she laughed because I I I said it matter of factly like I'm I'm very curious. Blah blah. Not blah. only can I touch your face, do you mind if I measure your features? Yeah. <laughs> do you mind and, if I measure the distance between your eyeballs? And 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 um, she really was. She, she was. She really was nature's ma- masterpiece because I I could not believe how pretty she was. And another one I saw that like like very striking was like That's a early, really weird story, man. Early nineties. <laughs> Early nineties, I saw Christy Turrington in, in Tokyo. If I remember right, man, it's it's like she was so tall, like a little gazelle in Africa, you know, just perfect movement of walking and stuff. And the reason I, mean, I tell you because I I um I I like women like that, but it's completely different, isn't it? Mm. Because porno, they're all they're like five one, the, a lot of them anyway. These these fashion models are beautiful, but they're very sexy. But the porn girls are sexual. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm way more into that, I guess. Uh, and, and and because I, 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 you know, Lilith heard this story before. I I get hookers all the time in Europe, and um, I sp- there's times I spend quite a bit of money of not quite supermodel, but maybe a little notch below. But they're just spectacularly right, beautiful, sure. you know. I mean, I only way I would have sex with them is like either pay them or beat them over yeah. the head with baseball bat and mm-hmm. whatever. That's more but, expensive in the long run. <laughs> yes, legal fees and but but sex wise, it, it wasn't really fun to me. Just to pretty to, girls. Oh right, no, oh, dude, tell me because about it. there's a big tell difference. Big, there's point. a there's a big difference between when I used to go to to whorehouses. I would like I'd, when I was new at that, I would make the mistake of getting the prettiest. Who who do I think's the prettiest one in here? And that's the one I would go to, and it would never be the best sex. You know? It it it, it wasn't it. it wasn't fun. And, and then you're just like, what, what am I talking about? Just go talk to the black girl. The, yeah. <laughs> For one thing, they're cheaper and they have a fat lips, and, and it's a good for blowjobs. Oh, really, yeah. Right. And um, um, how about, a, how about on by the way, talk? those are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Sometimes the black girl could be the prettiest one, but you know. But I mean, I just you, yeah, you get to the point where you know what you. It's like it doesn't. You're not there for to, pretty, to, the to be, judge a beauty yeah, pageant. You know, but the, 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 just because you're pretty, it doesn't mean they have a sexual appetite, sexual right, energy. Right. Uh, you can sure right, but I, I I don't know how many times I. Um, I had sex with a girl, like average looking, and it was just like she was amazing. But it's interesting how many times yeah, I some find of the that mediocre girls, man, they really. 
and, and it's amazing how, and, and then I find out they're mothers and, and I don't know what it is about the mediocre looking hormones maybe mediocre looking <laughs> mom Yoshi, but they have a great sexual energy have you had a girlfriend recently or have you ever had like a long term girlfriend I haven't had one for a long time yeah. um, is that something you'd be interested in or are you kind of no because ever um, you would never get married marriage kids not in your future I had a vasectomy I'd never want to have kids you had a vasectomy yeah wow I knew from young age I don't want to be what age did you do that at I had a vasectomy when the time when <laughs> this is such a funny reference I had a vasectomy when the Japanese embassies were overran by Mao's uh, uh, communists in Peru mm-hmm. and Alberto Fujimori sent their troops and killed everyone I I have he vasect- was a, he was a that's Japanese. when you called it quits that's crazy that's I, had a, I had a vasect- no more I Japanese had, he, was, he was a Japanese question tonight and I had a vasectomy on the very we same day Russia. when those Japanese national rescue. That's the day I had my vasectomy. Well, it's better than like it's a, it's a, it's a weird reference. I don't want to have vasectomy in nine eleven. I thought you were going to say something like, "Well, I think it was right after I saw a break into Electric Boogaloo." Or, you know, like yeah. it's that. It was, it was like, actually it was like an important reference. Do you have like a certification <laughs> that says you've had a vasectomy, so when you go to whorehouses, you can like show them this piece? Well, of they don't care. Like, what can, are you gonna like? Huh? Oh, so they can let you not use a condom or something? <laughs> Oh, they use a condom every time? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. That's a I, I would imagine some people pay more not to use a condom. Sure. I mean, right? what, what kind of hooker would do that? I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've had hookers <laughs> yeah. without condoms, and like I was crazy now looking back. Because See? early 2000, <laughs> I was in Brazil. I was fucking hookers. Well, Brazil, come on. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Con- only half black. Condoms are illegal in Brazil. They're yeah, not- I mean, let's be honest. All you have to do is put a pineapple juice on your dick, and you won't get AIDS. Um, <laughs> is that a real you urban need, legend? You, there? you don't yeah. need a condom for anal. Is that how it goes? I uh, yeah. and, and you know what? What's funny is I do these medical lab. I get paid for them, and like I, I had a testing. I could not believe I've never gotten anything. As many hookers I've yeah. got. And as yeah. many straight hookers with no condoms. Same here. You know why? Because straight people don't get shit. Man. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I, and I, all these fucking idiots like go to school. Because you know what herpes looks like, and you stay away from that shit. Like, there's people who have sex with people who have herpes, but yeah, visibly. Yeah. Oh, visibly. And, yeah. But wow. they just so dumb or ignorant or something. What do you mean? Just, How would a person with I herpes know some- have sex without that hurting them? I know a person who had sex with a person who has herpes and ended up contracting it. And is in such ignorance about it that she still that's doesn't her, think that's that's Lilith by saying it's her big, big deal. I mean, um, you, this you person that I know, yeah, yeah. But there's there's a there's people who are not very educated about wow. certain herpes STDs. is really the worst. That's yeah. sc- I'd rather have AIDS. I think you know, you know that that that's really scary. Yeah, um, I, I'd kill myself. That's 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 a rough one. But um, uh, uh, I I never I've never had anything that's amazing. You know, I've really I've, I've been pretty good about condoms and stuff. But been you know before I was married, I yeah. slept with a lot of women and a lot of hookers, and I just I, it's amazing. I never got anything. The it, only it, thing it, I got one I got scabies once, and it was from a cheap hotel room that I rented. Right. It wasn't from the girl, you know. But that was it was a drag. But uh, it was like I literally I went to this hotel, uh, this motel in Oakland where you literally paid by the quarter hour. Yeah. You know? I, was Whoa. Like, I was like, eh, give me give me thirty minutes. <laughs> the lady's worth it, you know. And that wasn't even a hooker. That was just somebody I didn't was kind of embarrassed to be fucking. And and and, and, and every time I used to get test, I'm always shocked. It's it's all negative. Yeah, I used to be scared to get a test, so I thought I'd that, you know that uh, that I would get uh, you know like you know you know about like Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat. 
You heard of that? Yes. Yeah, like the the the, the principle. Wow, physics uh, physics reference. No, Go but ahead. The, the principle that the, it's the idea that you can't uh, you can't test anything without the test itself affecting the results of the test. Is right. Essentially, the idea, which is ridiculous logic, but I used to use that for like, well, how would I know the test didn't give me AIDS? You know, if I maybe I wouldn't have had it if yeah. I didn't get the test, which is so stupid. But I used that to just I was so scared of it. I went through I went through whole like ten ten year stretches of my life. Uh, thinking I had AIDS, you know, but was too too scared to get to. But you know what? My kids are my AIDS test. And, 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 <laughs> and Jacob, they were what, born without AIDS, so you know that means I didn't have it. And what about these losers mm-hmm. that just have for that sex for the first time they get AIDS? I'm like, oh, what a that tr- what oh, the what fuck is that about? What a drag! What That's a what I'm saying. There's dumb people out there. It's just it's just like I don't know. It's just such a strange thing. Like every time that I happens. Just, I'm yeah, sure it does. Sure. obviously it happens. It has, of course, it has it's happened. Like, it's probably it's, like the majority of the time people have sex for the first time in Africa. That happens, I would think. You know? uh, uh, yeah, and like, and it's usually a girl more having AIDS. sex for the first time, and like uh, she was with some bummer. dumb meathead with AIDS or whatever. You know, <laughs> the meathead, like, like just you know, you know, the football team. They yeah, have, they always have AIDS. <laughs> these, these jocks with AIDS. <laughs> How, how how does your wife feel about you know you used to get hookers and stuff? Oh, I was you know my policy with that. Well, a she's like the coolest person in the world, but b uh, my, just don't give them a chance to to be upset about it. Like I told anyone I've ever been in a relationship with, I tell them everything right up front, <coughs> so like they can't they can't be mad later if they decide to change their mind. You know when you're in that honeymoon phase, you really like somebody, yeah, and then they're like, oh that's that's just that's charming, that's interesting about you. So then like you know. Later on, they can go. Wait a minute, hookers? What the fuck? You know. But it's like, hey, you know, you know what you're getting into. You know, I just don't, don't. Yeah. I wouldn't, would never hide anything like that. You know, and it's the same thing like with drugs and stuff. You know, I have like friends that like, you know, I, if I if I do drugs with them, it's kind of like we gotta sneak around. I don't tell my wife. And I'm like, really? I wouldn't even do it. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, if I can't go home and be like, man, I did so much blow tonight or whatever. Like, I wouldn't even. Why would you even want to be with in a relationship like that? You know? It's almost practical to be like in the long run to be a really, really disgusting person when you meet women because if you're so disgusting and obnoxious to tell all your horrible stuff, you save time by not explaining to them later on. Right. Or the having very, it come out. Yeah. yeah. The very few still stick around after all the horrible things that you did and still accept yeah. you. Then I, I think, I mean, I don't have to explain myself, you know? Right. No, I'm with you. And, and you know, just... Because men always plus I'm not ashamed. If you, yeah. it, it's like it creates this culture of of shame around like I'm not a I'm proud of it. Like I kind of wear that with pride. Like if I meet dudes that haven't been with a hooker, especially if they're like single, I'm like, go do that right now. Like what are you, you what are you fucking up? Like that's yeah. That's like you want to die without having had that experience. Like as a, you know, that's like. But I'm, I'm sure you've been. I've had when you have a bad hooker experience, <laughs> you just feel like such a piece of shit. Like when you have a good one. What's like, a bad experience like? Uh, well, okay, I'll give you some examples. You thought it, it was a girl, and it was no, no, I haven't <laughs> had that. I was on the. I was taking a bus home from work in San Francisco once. Uh, yeah. A bus to the Bart, which goes uh, underground to Oakland, and there's this little girl, this little, um, little short black girl with a blue wig. She looks like little Kim, circa 2002, right? <laughs> and uh, I have kind of have, have like a. <coughs> A, a black girl fetish and you know, I like I've yeah. always liked black girls so I see this girl on the bus and I'm kind of like just she seems like she's well hold on hold on hold on is, is that a I've noticed like a a, a Jew fetish. thing the, with a Jewish thing yeah like. sometimes I don't know I've heard other people say that but the Jews also have a reputation of being an Asian girl so I don't know I think no 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 you guys want to marry the Asian girl oh we want to fuck the black girls yeah I fucked a total shiksa you guys know what that means shiksa I forget just I mean typical just a blonde a white girl oh that's right oh. typical waspy girl but um uh, uh, you mean the perfect girl, right? Exactly. <laughs> if you're Asian, <laughs> hence the uh, Aryan, Aryan reference. You married up. I definitely did. But uh, <laughs> but uh, so I'm on the bu- I'm on the bus. I see this girl. I'm kind of sensing, you know, 
she's there by herself. I'm just, you know, I'm like, I'm getting a slutty vibe. So I, uh, I, I kind of sit next to her and I start talking to her. And, you know, it turns out she was like, a, by the way, I typically, when I did it, because I don't know about you, I, I, didn't, I didn't do a lot of street walkers. It was always like, in call, out call, escorts, or at a, at a, yeah. a whorehouse or something. But um, so we, we start talking to this I've girl. done fair share of street ones. And, and once again, I can't believe I don't have anything. Yeah, right. And well, and she said, so, so I deserve to get something. So, so we're uh, we're on the, we're on the. <laughs> I deserve. Can someone please we're, give this man an STD? Well, we're, we can. I can make some calls. I think we're um <laughs> we're uh so we're on the bus and yeah. she kind of says she, we start talking and she kind of says she doesn't have she doesn't she's out of money and she doesn't know how she's going to get to where she needs to go when she gets off the bus and I kind of we work it out. Long story short, we work it out that she she's going to fuck me for fifty bucks, right? Yeah. And I lived like right off the train station on the, right. in Oakland at that time on the other side. So we get off the I kind of. You know, broke the cardinal rule, took her to my house. Never take a hooker to your yeah. house, especially when you just met on the bus ten minutes ago. So I, uh, I we kind of, I kind of usher her into my room, like front, which was right off the front hallway, without yeah. like, really showing her where the TV was or anything. But uh, and and uh, so so and uh, <laughs> she steal the TV on the. No, way? no, no, she didn't. But we get. I'm just like no. That's just, so you got exactly what, like the, the what he not, was implying. It made so, me laugh. So I mean, fifty bucks is just ridiculous, you know, right? Yeah. For, so we get, we uh, she gets like naked, and we're like, we kind of we get whatever, we start fucking around. I, I put a condom on, I, I, I put my uh, mm-hmm. I put my dick in her, and right, the first thing she says is just ouch, right? And I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not John Holmes, you know? I'm not. So it's yeah. I'm like, I'm like, ouch, what's up? And she's like, uh, she goes, I'm sorry, it's just that I've had sex with like thirty four people the last two days, and I was just like, all right, and I just like instantly just. Fucking lost. You probably would have just kept pounding the ocean. But I was like, I, I, I like just like lost. Actually, that would be like a turn off. Yeah, for I me. could see that. But like in the moment, it just made me feel like uh, because it was already so kind of it just ruined it for me. And I just like I was like, you win. I, I think she kind of. I think she might have been lying and done it as a psych out move. And then I just gave her the fifty bucks. And, anyway and the, f- and the, the ride, fact yeah. that she said, "Ouch." I if I could do mind. that with my mediocre dick, yeah. then that's even more reason. Right, but I knew that's not what she meant. So I was yeah. like, and then I started thinking, "Ouch, what?" Like. Does she have sore? Is there something that's hurting? Yeah. It's not, you know. But that was, I mean, anyway, I felt really bad about it. And then we went, and then I drove her to this extended stay America she was staying at, you know, and then she was like, you know, started being like, oh my God, that's him, you know, saw her pimp. She's like, circle around, circle around. He can't see me with you. You know, and then it's like, it's got, it started feeling really dangerous. And then I just, you know, and it was long, you know, by the end of the, when it was over, I didn't feel, it wasn't like a positive experience, you know. Yeah. Where I've had like really good hooker experiences where you just feel like, you know, you just feel like, yeah, I'm a grown ass man. I just went to hooker, you know. And like, in a, but like, that's not, that was a bad, another, you know, there's other times where you just, you see a girl get to do the internet thing and you show up and the girl's just not at all. It's, it's like completely it, 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 not the girl in the picture. Let me tell you something. It's, it's, it's what I call the McDonald's syndrome. When you see McDonald's in TV, it looks delicious. But right. when you go to the store, like, what the fuck is this well, shit? Well, what if you got to McDonald's and they were actually it's, selling, what is this they were selling shit? Taco it's Bell, being, though, you know? Yeah. This is, it's I'm the talking, value menu, Yoshi. That's what it fucking is. Well, what if it's you not what the, you I'm talking for. about when it's not the person at all. Like, there's yeah. tattoos that weren't in the. It's like full on, just like different human beings. Yeah. Which is always sad to me because I'm like, that girl's kind of in. She's acknowledging the girl in the picture is better looking than her. She's in the sex industry yeah. and trying to sell herself, trying to sell her, her body for a living. But she's like, if I put my own picture, I'm not going to get. I need to put a, a prettier picture. You know, that, that, that's kind of depressing. But I, ha- I had a specific one of those ones. And um, have you have you have you ever been? She was just like, oh, she just everything I did. She's like, don't touch me, no kissing, just stop, you know, don't look at me. And it was like, you know, you can't if you can't. Have you ever been in a situation you you go to brothel and um, there's a girl that you saw you've been seeing for a long time, but you want to try somebody else, but you don't want to hurt that girl's feeling because you don't want to fuck her anymore, so you kind of sneak in. 
and you you, you oh get my God. and because they, well, no, they then, then also you, you create cat fights with them. Yeah, they then, think they're stealing. Then you you kind of snaked in like a ninja thinking she didn't see you. So you, I, I ended up fucking the girl. And as soon as I'm walking out of her room, she just have to be in the other side of the uh, room. Like, it's really awkward. Like, you know, then it, it hurts her feeling. Like, it, I, I know it's like a weasel thing to do, but I was really worried about hurting the hooker's feeling, you know, that... But in, no, um, I get it. I get it. It's you human. did. You did. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's more can money. You, you, I think it's more money. Like, you're my regular. Though, you're my regular. That's yeah. what I think. Because yeah. when you mentioned that last night, but it, uh, yeah, it's probably like maybe even a hit to their ego. There, that girl is in gonna lo- think she's maybe not. So, good for so you. unless you're just like fucking Podrick from Game of Thrones or something, you're just really laying it down. So, oh yeah, that, that's a good reference. <laughs> lot, not, not the last one, but two episodes <laughs> back. Yes, yeah, good for you. I guess if you were though, she wouldn't even charge you. And. So I, I feel bad. So like the last day before I left, I, I don't know how much money I give. I give her a lot. Not even have sex with her because I didn't want her um, because I've seen her for a long time. But um, <laughs> it's, isn't it strange? Like, do you, you should have just doubled up. Do, do you, <laughs> All right. You too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> have you had sex with like, it's not even size of the girl, but like some girls. It's the size of the pussy. No, it's it's like. By the way, I'm way some out, of, girls, I'm out of the game a long time, but I do. But I, you know, I got my, like, I got my feeling. I don't know why, but some girls' pussy feels better than others. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. That, some cocks feel better than that's others. That's a real thing. No, it's 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 not it's it, it's it's not a. <laughs> it's anatomically, women are different than every it's, it's, every. It's for different. for for women, obviously. They're like snowflakes. Mm. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it looks like that after um, after you've come. I'll up. come inside, but, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, for women, obviously, like, longer, girthier dick or whatever, you know. But um, I don't know what it is because there's girls, like, you know, I've seen so many pussies in my lifetime. What you did look, you do with Evil Angel? You were an editor, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. But the hooker thing's really different, you know. Um, I, I think a lot of young guys going to like Amsterdam and stuff, it's, they get tricked a lot, you know. Right. Do you think women should hour. have similar experiences to men in this way, where no. they they go to no, no, no? Why not? Well, I mean, I think they can't. They should if they want to. I don't think. But do you think they you don't guys, need to because they're women and no, women no, can get cock whenever they want? What, what, no, because it's not about getting it whenever you want. What, right? With women, it's a little different because you guys don't have to get hookers, but you do this one thing, mm-hmm. which is. I feel like, yeah, if you're a young girl and you're not my daughter and I don't give a shit about you, then my recommendation, like, yeah, fuck all the, like, um, Dudes. assholes, yeah. aggressive guys, like, a, you know, aggressive, mean, whatever, you should fuck them. But only thing I ever ask you is, fine, I'm not going to judge you, but don't marry them. Fuck around well, with them. They got to marry somebody. No, no. Eventually, when you aggressive kids, eventually you're gonna come out of that um, phase where you fuck all the bad boys, whatever. Fine, good for you. But once you get out of that, whatever the need that you need to get out of your system, if when you decide to get married, just don't marry them. Then you'll be fine. I think think the problem is you marry just like asshole alpha guys, the abusive ones. Well, Lily's not getting married. She had a vasectomy already. She's not. She's not in the cross for her. No, I think Lily, you should fuck. I I think the girls should do whatever they want and and be like if they. I don't believe there's 
should be such a word as slut. You know, I think the girls mm. should be able to. I agree. Like they, I, they should fuck you. as many people as they want, as often as or not. You know, but or but, you know, it should be their choice. They should be able to just yeah. act on their impulses, yeah. just like guys. But as far as like paying for it, that seems like a. Uh, that's know, not really that's, a woman that's thing. A, that's such a inherently male thing to do. It's it's part of you know like man culture. You know what I mean? It's right. like male. It's like but a, I think it just sounds. If it, if, it, if it interests you, then you should. Well, I but think it would be I would say every woman needs to experience for, that. For women uh, to be able to experience what it's like from a man's perspective, to it have, wouldn't be to the have, same though. Well, I mean, how women, women, you, women. How old are you? Twenty nine. <laughs> you like my? Wait, wait. You're you're twenty nine. Oh, mm-hmm. So this is what I recommend. When you're sixty, I'll be dead by then. When you're sixty. You know, then that's when when that's when when you should do what we did as a young man, which is when you're 60 years old, go to fucking Jamaica, whatever, find this young. Because because my real estate will be up by then. I'm not gonna have <laughs> many visitors coming along. I, I get it, but I think it's freak interesting. somebody out you know if you went cool? to an escort now. Because you know, like you're young and attractive. No, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm serious. You should. You know why? You should because treat yourself. Because I, I think as a woman who's had like terrible experiences dating men. Were fucking retarded, sorry, most of the time, and and just liars, and are really bad at lying. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting I'm up with that bu- bullshit, go fuck a dude like an escort, Pam. At least you know what you're getting. He's not gonna fuck with your head, and you could get some emotional intimacy out of it. Satisfy the, the, some of your needs. The fact that you even uh, said that <laughs> shows that it's not you're not looking at it the same way that a dude would. And you well, might get some emotional. And, and, well, because know. obviously women women get attracted or stick with the assholes because there's some emotional intimacy that they're f- fulfilling with it. So that becomes alluring and, and almost addictive. I mean, depending. There's so many reasons to stick with it. But I don't know. It just might be nice to like have that service for. I think there are, but. Just more on a more universal I just, level. I wonder how many young, good-looking girls How many men would be up to working at a, a whorehouse where they would be the whores for women? Or it, is that it, seen it, as it, it, a masculine... It, it, I'm just throwing questions out there. It, it, I don't it, believe in any... I'm just it, saying. It, 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 these aren't beliefs. It'd be, a lot, I, I, it'd be a lot less of you and a lot more, you know, fat, really... Oh, women that had trouble getting laid, I think. Well, that's not always the case that, with guys. That's well, what happened in Gigolos. That, that show Gigolos, as you see yeah, that. I haven't seen the show, but oh. apparently it's all fake, right? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't there's think, a lot of unattractive women. I don't think brothel thing... When the male prostitute working brothel... I don't think it would work unless it's a gay customer... For for women, I don't think it works. For you guys, and this is traditionally what women, middle aged women, do. They go to third world countries like Puerto Rico or uh, Jamaica, or whatever, and they they take care of these boys. I mean, I, maybe it's not blatant, like, "Hey, yeah, you fuck me, I'll give you money," but they will take care of them for that week that girls are here in Jamaica, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't judge them, like. Look, you worked hard. You're 60 years yeah, no, old. No, no. You're you're divorced. It's just a different experience than a man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eugene, uh, Lilith's uh, bouncy Asian friend, wants to say something. <laughs> Hello, man who answers my cell phone and scares Jacob Cyril. Yes. You didn't scare me. You just gave me horrible parking advice. <laughs> I said just park on the street. Yeah, park on the street. <laughs> park on the street. You should just try to find street parking no, as no opposed parking to the there. valet. So I shouldn't use the valet then. And then, you know, oh, and, then he, and then he goes, and then on the other side of the street, there's no parking. Oh, that's why there's no cars parked there on the giant signs that say no parking. Okay, thanks, Eugene. Well, I just Got didn't want it. you to make a, get yeah. a ticket. Right. So thanks, I was looking sir. out for you. Thanks, but anyways, sir. yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying because – as a guy, you can go into a bar and have low confidence and, and have low confidence and not get laid, right? 
but a woman can go in a in a bar with low confidence and still get laid. You're, you're they right. especially so, get laid because then exactly. They're, yeah. So that's that's the why, that's the reason that was why, my specialty. Why brothels and all these things work for men for guys that don't have true, game true. can go in and it's like but oh, that that's but I will say that's one element because I, I I'm I'm someone that I like I think I had a lot of I got plenty of but that's like. You know, I thought there's a great You're an attractive guy, Jacob. Th- th- thank you. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, but it's also just I never had problems getting laid. But sometimes you just want it. Sounds like you just really fucking love sex. Yeah, true. But also, it's fun to get. It's kind of like, well, I don't want to. It's like I, I like, I enjoyed. It. There's a, the naughtiness of it. The kind of, you know, the the the, the, the if you go you go in the you go in the uh, to a bar yeah. and you meet that girl, then maybe you're expected to talk to her afterwards, or you're gonna go in that bar and see her again yeah. and have to avoid her, or who knows what you hurt her feelings, or she you end up really liking yeah. her and she doesn't like you back. There's just so much that could happen when when you there's just like you're paying. Um, I, I don't know if he really said it, but apparently Charlie Sheen. Apparently, I was always told yeah. Charlie you Sheen, pay you know, them so they will leave. Yeah, you don't pay them to come over. You pay them to leave. You know, yeah. and that's uh, I mean that's like that's like the kind of harsh macho way to say it. But I think that it's just so devoid of of, a, of attachment, mo- emotional, social. That you know, I think that's that's um, mm-hmm. that's part of the appeal. Not mm-hmm. just the it's my way to get put. But you're right. There's that definitely that element where if you're just looking for sex. Uh, uh, but you know, if, if well, that's what I'm saying. Because when women, women want, have, when women try to have sex that way, and they'll still get judged for it because then you're like your number goes up, and then if you, the guys find out other guys you, you slept with that they know, then it's like, oh, this girl's a whore. She slept with that guy and that just guy. And, drive, and just drive, drive to a couple so towns the, over. So there's, even so, this is a right. small world, and there's an internet, and people have mutual friends, and you see that shit. So, right. but I'm just saying, like, to avoid that kind of nonsense, oh, it might be. No, that'd be great. You know, for if, for women, just to be like just. For the same exact reason, just I pay think him that if, if you if there was like, if, there was like if gigolos was real and they were like really yeah. these kind of good looking or dep- I know that's subjective and guys girls aren't so much into the physical yeah. typical not you know like you can pretty much exactly, bang yeah. you show gr- guys a, a group of porn stars they might say oh, this one's but but you know most guys are gonna go oh okay I'll fuck all, all of those but mm-hmm. women it's not you know like. I know girls will be like, oh, he's gross, even though he looks like to me some studly guy or something. You know, yeah. women are so specific in what they like. But uh, if you, uh, if you, if you could find that, and you get, you know, there's just some 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 ideal guy that you would be, that would be the equivalent to you, of, and then you find him, he's gonna be so fucking stoked when you walk in because it's just gonna be all these older. And I've had that, not like I'm fucking Brad Pitt, but I've. Uh, I've, I've, I bet I've, you're like the relief, like uh, yeah. oh, I want. Oh, you're not. Yeah. You're not a fat, seven, you know, sixty-year-old married guy. Yeah. You know, like I used to, and then I would even get like they'd offer me deals and stuff. Like, oh, you want you want to go? You know, you can go twice and stuff like that. Or, or oh, you know, I'll give you, I'll that's give you, I'll nice. do it for you for cheaper and stuff. You know, like I, um, you know, I, I would get like because I think it was just because they were so relieved that you weren't some fucking, you know, some some Japanese businessman on vacation who just wanted, you know, like couldn't look him in the eye or whatever that you know whatever they're used to i don't know yeah you know the german that wants to shit on him or something <laughs> so like oh this is just like a young dude in his 20s mm-hmm. who's not disgusting he just you know like i don't so I, you know I don't, did you, you ever have that experience you, what well yeah obviously you had like girls that were you were you know because you're being just young but, and not but, but jake kind of like I, I um i um i've never done that sh- stuff that you were talking about like those um escort uncle inco whatever no I've only got one hooker in the states. It's always been Mexico or overseas. Wow. I, I have this really weird thing where I, I should be illegal aliens. I'm always paranoid about breaking laws in the states. Not because I'm a moral person by any means. I'm just paranoid by getting kicked out. Even though I'm a U.S. citizen now, I still have a paranoia yeah, about boy. that Oof. because I, I I was paranoid for 
first 10 years living in the States, getting kicked mm-hmm. out. And my relatives are always telling me, because I'm such a horrible person, if I get kicked out of the country, they're going to send me to North Korea. That was the thing that came <laughs> oh, no. You can't even, though, wow. can you? They don't want you. If you send them, can you even do that? Is that a real thing you can do? Well, back then, I was the citizen of South Korea, even though I was born in Japan. So going back to Japan was an option. But can you get? Can you send somebody to North Korea and they'll just take? Oh, okay, we'll take them. <laughs> like well, as a punishment. If they're a North Korean citizen, then sure. But you're not. But you're not. Yeah. No, I'm like, not. You can't just send a South Korean. But I was a kid. Know. I didn't know those right. things. Yeah. You know. So yeah. that's the boogeyman story. So. Um, so okay, so we talk a lot about porn, which I wasn't ex- um, expecting to. That's what I, that's what I came. That's what I bound up on. No, I mean uh, this is the same reason you're reminding me how I was surprised how knowledgeable you were about porn. But Jacob, what little remaining time I have, I am curious about your knowledge about boxing. Wait, what would you like? What would you like to know? <laughs> Do you ever box during sex? No, I, I don't. Do you I, slap your wife I, during sex? No, um, no, not so much. Not so much slapping. Not so much slapping. No, we have we have but we have a really good. I, will, I mean, we have a very good sex life. With you know, it's for ten years, and you know, I think we do we do pretty well. You know, are you are you happy with the state of uh, heavyweight championship? Fighting? No, absolutely not, absolutely not. But I don't hate the Klitschko's like a lot of people. I think the, 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 it's not their fault. There's nobody. We really fight. haven't had exciting fights since Tyson, have we? Uh, well, Lennox Lewis and uh, and Holyfield, you know. Yeah, but here's the thing that it, to Lilith, it might make sense to you, but Vernon Forrest, a great fighter. Right. Uh, I'm blanking. He beat the shit out of the famous fighter twice. Mosley. Um, Mosley. Mm-hmm. And some people believe that Mosley was never the same after the beatings that he got. Right, him. but he didn't get knocked out. Yeah. Which is worse sometimes, obviously. But, uh, but Mosley still, you know, he was just kind of, I don't think he was. And, and, and here's the thing, and this is player. where I could explain to women that this part they understand boxing. Vernon could have made more money boxing. Vernon could have been bigger and famous, but you have to create drama, right? right. Like when you do face to face and wait, you know. Floyd. Yeah. So the theater is a big part of boxing. The personality, you know, Mike Tyson's personality was just. Yeah. Incredible, you know, right. and um, and plus he delivered, you know. Yeah, so but look at a guy like Floyd, who you know, not a big knockout guy. He's not like a big scary guy. He's a, he's more of a technical wizard and a, a guy that the casual fan probably would find boring if he didn't if he had a personality. Yeah, if he you know of like a Vernon Forrest or just like a nice guy. And I think Floyd probably is a nice guy in real life, but he know, he no. treats it like WWE and he sells the shit out of himself. You know? Thank you. I believe that because I've heard a couple of people. I really believe Floyd's a really really nice yeah. guy, I, but he sure play. You know, it's like Oakland Raiders from eighties. They had this such a image in the 80s right. oh, like yeah, sure. they would go to town to intimidate the fuck out of everyone right and i think floyd's just playing this he also char- knows that the, 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 as many people that buy his pay-per-views to watch mm-hmm. him win there's a there's probably an equal amount of people that that buy hoping to see him take his first loss and he doesn't care you know a buy is a buy yeah and so he's whatever it's you know it's kind of there's no there's no bad you know he doesn't care you know he, he do you know anything about what opinion. what's the deal with him and 50 cent not being associated with each other yeah, anymore there's rumors that that's at that stage but i feel like they kind of probably they probably i feel like they probably really fell out you know mm-hmm. because 50 cents now promoting on his own and he's not doing very well well he's promoting uh pacquiao before. no no 50 cents not promoting Pacquiao. no 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 
Well, he was in his camp, like being friends. He, wa- he was saying that, he, yeah, he was, and he was saying that, that people were kind of getting hopeful that he might be the, the guy to facilitate the fight. Mm-hmm. That fight will never happen. It has nothing to do with it's. It's nothing to do with anybody being scared of anybody. Yeah. Now, now it doesn't matter after Pacquiao got knocked out by Marquez. Right. It's, it's irrelevant. Happen. It's irrelevant now because I mean, if they fight and 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 Floyd beats him, which he would have anyway, I think, then so what? You know, it's all. It'll never. There'll always be that question mark. You know, and, they, and, and I, I'm sorry. But it's business. That was a business thing. I, I, I'm sorry. I, some of them, my Asian friends, and especially Filipinos, didn't like hearing it. But I thought even before Pacquiao didn't get beat up, I, I still thought Floyd would have beat him. Oh, and yeah. I, I agree. I, 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 Wouldn't, you know, probably would have been a boring fight. It would have just been a, you know, a typical 12-round Floyd decision. And the, 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 reason, the reason is um, just like that. You'll get this reference, probably the, the 95, 96 Chicago Bulls. Their defense was incredible. Floyd's defense was just—he—you just couldn't hit the guy. He's—I just, mean—he's also just—he's, uh, yeah, you're right. He's—he's—he's he's, he's a bigger guy, you know. Bigger guy. You couldn't hit the guy, he's, and people don't give him enough credit. He's a very smart boxer. No, he's—I he's he's, think yeah, he's, the, he's the, definitely the best boxer alive, and probably Mike Tyson, another smart boxer. They, he doesn't get credit for being a smart. True, guy. but as soon as uh, as soon as people stop being scared of him, he stopped winning. You know? Yeah, he had a big intimidation factor that was part of his that was part of his uh, his his success. But, but Mike Tyson had that personality, and and and, and no disrespect to Holyfield and Lennox Lewis because they're great fighters. But Tyson always good at the drama, man. Yeah. I am. Um, but there's great, you know, people. It's funny that people. I meet people. They're like, really, boxing. Boxing is dead. It's like there's great fights all the time, and and other, and they're like, and they're and they're they're making way better, more money than the UFC guys, you know, mm-hmm. and the and the, the the events do better, and they sell. You know, if you saw the Canelo Alvarez fought Austin yeah. Trout in the, at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio two weekends ago, thirty five thousand people sold out to watch this guy fight. You know, yeah, and uh, it, you know, I think it was, you know, some over, I think something like two million people watched on Showtime, but uh, people don't. It's it's not. It doesn't have that kind of like mainstream Hype. young, yeah, and that young kind of bro thing. But you know, the UFC has never done a million pay per view fights. You know, Floyd and Manny get a million every time they fight. You know? And and um, I asked Lennox Lewis one time when I, he's a friend of Russell Peters, yeah. and they're both Canadians. I went to his house, and boy, he made me feel like I was a girl because I shook his hands. I like I could not believe the size of his fist. Mm. I mean, and, and, I mean, I shook hands with Brett Favre. His hands are massive, and like, like, Lewis is a big dude. You know, I thought Lennox was a real boring champion when he was around. I couldn't, but now that the, the way things are now, I've, mm. I really, real, I realize I really took him for granted. You know, like he, I wish, I wish we had a Lennox Lewis around now. You know? He he really didn't do like talk a lot of shit, whatever. He just knocked the fuckers out. Yeah, you did. know, yeah, he did. And, and, he was uh, kind of like slow, and you know, he could be like plotting at times, but mm-hmm. he was, yeah, but he was. Uh, yeah, he really he, he had some great knockouts, and he was defended his, defended his shit, avenged his losses, and yeah. everything you want out of a, out of a great champion. But boy, it's it just a drum. And, and I think one year I went to see fight. You know, for those of you who know comedian named Earl Skako, good friend of mine. Yeah, I love Earl. Earl, he's, that's my hockey buddy. Actually. Yeah, he, he's he's great. He used to get access to free tickets, and I remember he took me a fight with uh, Tarver. I don't remember who he fought. But I kid you not, when you when you have a very good seat, yeah, boxing's great sport. Life. When you hear a guy make a contact, hit the guy, fucker in the head, the sound that makes, mm. you could you could. Well, turned Jerk off. off to that later. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. 
you could feel the energy like it's unbelievable i've watched baseball basketball hockey and all kinds of different sports I like physical contact. but man uh <laughs> the closest that i ever, ever felt was um when i went to see san diego chargers down in san diego when they were playing miami dolphins and chad pennington the quarterback i don't know what happened either i think he broke his leg or arm or something my seats were close enough i heard you the snapping yeah. oh my god it's that's yeah, gruesome. something changes in you after when you hear a bone crack. That's gross. Break. Yeah, you, I've seen. I haven't. I've seen that on television when they keep replaying the sound of it or something. But not. I've never been live and heard a bone crack. Man. But uh, but about boxing, I've, 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 I've with Chris Strait and stuff. Sometimes he'll get press passes. Or yeah. I've just had you know different people that I've been lucky enough to get comp tickets to some fights over the years. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's just that when what I mean when I'm close. When, if I'm paying, I'm not that close. But it, it, it's just, it's a, it's a really you don't when you watch it on TV. You really kind of it's easy to forget you're watching two guys punch each other. It just looks like a sport, you know. Yeah. And they kind of but when, you, when you're sitting there looking at it, like wow, these guys are punching each other. Boxing, face, you know? I think boxing is one of the few sports you really need to watch it live because I hate to say it, uh, Mr. Uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell, football is so much better when you watch it on TV. I agree. Football is definitely that's the case. It's so much better because when you watch it live, like wait, I don't. I, what happened? Like you know. Yeah. But when you when they play replay and uh, when they you show, can hear the announcer. Yeah. Also, if you don't know if like if you didn't play football, like there's someone all the X's and O's. Like it's a football is weird that it's it's such a popular sport and so much of the population understands so little, little about it. it yeah. Like when you watch football with a guy that played in high school or played in college and he really understands that you know the the. The, the formations and yeah. what, what they're looking at, you realize we're just we're just like run, pass, throw, score. Yeah, yeah, like and I've I've been watching football my whole life and I'm a football fan, but it's not my favorite sport. But I certainly yeah. enjoy it. And I realize, man, I don't know any like when I watch baseball. There's never I'm never thinking I'm a big baseball fan. I'm never thinking, oh, wait, wait, what's he doing over there? What's why is he running that way? Yeah, now? like I know what what's happening at all times. There's never a rule that comes up that I don't know how to interpret. Yeah, you know? football is like a complicated sport, you know. But but mm. it's weird how many people are so into it. Not really I, understanding it's, what's it's, happening. It's, you know? it's it's my favorite sport to watch. What's your, who's your team? Seahawks. Did you grow up out there? That's where you came first. Yeah. You came? Oh. Well, and, they're um, actually decent these days. So you can be. Yeah, they're. I don't like when they're projecting to be a number one team. I don't like that because I'm kind of superstitious when it comes to stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but I mean, you, there's like a there's a real there's a feel. You got a good quarterback now. You got a I guess for sure. This is the most head coach. It's kind of people are divided on, but he certainly knows. He certainly has a, a, win, a history of winning. So I mean, this is the most optimistic I've ever been with right. this team, and uh, I think one of the biggest thing. You know, we have listeners overseas that they probably don't know NFL football. But uh, in the last 15 years, you have guys like Bill Belichick for New England Patriots have uh, a great success, five Super Bowls, winning three. But you know, interesting, Jacob, Pete Carroll, who used to coach New England, he's doing extremely well, and things have changed so much. The days of uh, Bill, Belichick, Bill Belichick is over because here's the thing. If you're a young guy just played in college football, when you get out of the uh, college football play NFL, you want to play a coach who is fun and was a college football coach. So I think that's why Jim Harbaugh down in San Francisco and uh, Seattle area, um, they're like they're fun. Yeah. They could communicate with the younger players better than Bill Belichick, and, he, and Bill Belichick is like early sixty to mid sixties, you know. So I think, yeah, it's anything else in life. Young people are attracted to fun enthusiastic right. somebody who could relate to them you know 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, there's always the, the two the two models, the you know the the taskmaster who who gets it done, and then like the guy that you know you want to you want to play for you want to play for right, and you know they both both have have, have a history of success. I know, yeah, for me, I don't respond yeah. I don't respond well to tough love. You know, like I have friends that try to like you know motivate me that way. If I'm like if we're working on a writing project and I'm not moving fast enough, yeah, like, they kind of like start like telling me how much I suck. I'm like, this is not gonna make me. I'm not gonna work harder. <laughs> this just makes me want to screen your calls, you know. So like I would, you know, to me it's like tell me how awesome I am, and I'm gonna want to that I'm gonna want to live up to it, you know. So I, you know, maybe that's more the Harbaugh method, like how you know that he's the whole who's got it better than us, right? Like we're we're awesome, you know, yeah. as opposed to like what that what the fuck was that out there kind of stuff that uh, that I, it doesn't work for me. Hey, Lily, I'm sorry. I, I know we bored you. Then uh, we should. Oh, I, I I like talk, hearing or learning. You, you know, it, it, uh, I'm not like a boxing I fan. I feel like yeah, I didn't rep my ball. We just talked. To, you know, we could, I, I could really it. talk. I could talk Do about. Do you like the NBA? Nah, nah, I like it okay. I'm not. I don't. I don't. Do you have I'm, a team? I'm, the thing is, I'm a ho- I'm Warriors who are doing well, but I'm a hockey fan oh, these days. So, well. so it's a uh, it's a. Uh, <laughs> It, it, it negates take, NBA. It takes place at the same time. Yeah. The playoffs are going on at the same time. There's, there's only so many hours in the day. You yeah. know? Maybe this might be of interest to you, and especially people who don't know anything about NFL football. But I, I would never thought I would think this, but I really changed last year, year and a half, with uh, the suicide junior Seau, who used to be playing defensive player for oh, San Diego yeah, Charter, yeah. killing himself. And we, it's not a conclusive, but um, you know, when you, when you say like dumb jocks mm-hmm. in college, they're literally making these kids dumb because more you have head trauma yeah. at the end of the season, I think it does affect your brain. Oh, definitely does. Not only that, there's like, yeah, not only the... Um, depression. Depression, but now anger. ALS, yeah. you know? I'm going to wrap it up. Um, but, By the way, but, I, just, but, I want to say I know way more about boxing than we, we just scratched. This. Like, I didn't represent myself well for someone that was like, I was, I was all trumped up as this boxing expert. Like, I, if some, next time, if I ever come back, we can just, t- like, let's talk 108 pounds yeah. of Mexicans. I can, I don't it's not, the lightweights or the flight. Those, those are, those are, uh, but I hate ju- junior flyweights. But, but Jacob, let's be honest, we have people overseas, and when, when we talk about sex, that, makes more sense to people and yeah. people think sex more it's than sports universal yeah but be- before we finish I, I do want to tell you that because you're a big NBA fan and I never thought I would say this because of all this head trauma and I'm very conflicted because I do like football and violence <laughs> we are fucking these players up for uh, long term yeah. so college more yeah, yeah. because they do all the, they, they do full contact practices but have, having said this all week I never oh. thought I, I never I thought that. I would say this, but I I got the feeling that maybe sometime I would like to live for a long time. If I did, if I live for like another forty years, uh-huh. but I got the feeling that there's probably a good chance that NBA might become the number one sports in America because Let's I think hope so because <laughs> I, I I think the head trauma and things like that it it does make me twice. I think they'll just change football. I think it's too much money in it. To be, you know, I think, and there's, the, you know, they've been saying that about boxing too, forever the head trauma and the, yeah. you know, the, the danger and the concussions. But they'll just clean it up and try to, and, or make. It I, look I hope like you're that. right. Because yeah, because the culture is so involved so, with football. Yeah, I mean, it is, and it's just holidays such a, that are. Right. Yeah, it's just too. Yeah, it's all, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. the same, and it's and just the nature of the once a week thing. They'll find uh, other people who want to bang their. <laughs> right, head. there's always be someone, and then yeah. you know, and they recruit most in like all pro sport, both yeah. pro sports every. The, most of the kids have recruited from really poor areas, and you know the, what, what's the alternative? I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope you, I hope you guys are right, but I, I think sometime within my lifetime, and I would like to live a long time, but I, I think in my lifetime, I think, I think somebody will get killed playing football live. 
That's that one person that just fucks it up for everyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> By dying. By dying. Jeez. <laughs> Who's the bitch tonight? <laughs> um, uh, but but Jacob, suicide stories are always good stories. That's interesting. But Jacob, th- thanks to. for doing the podcast. Yeah, and uh, I, 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 it, it was really fun. And <laughs> it, it was good because you did talk about a lot of sex stuff. And it was really funny. And mm-hmm. that's something that everyone understands overseas. So, Ernie, um, did you edit this then? No. You the editor? Who's the editor? Ernie. What do you mean no? There's it's We usually just, don't edit much. You, you just edit. throw it on straight up. Yeah. Put the bumpers on. Really? Let yeah. it ride in the wind, baby. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's so wrong. This you- week's episode is three and a half hours <laughs> of just of just hookers and, 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 and boxing. And then and then next week. And Jews. Right. Yeah. And Jews and then So can you can you people your website, Twitter account address? Twitter or? just yeah, Jacob Siroff is J A C O B S I R O F one F. What what does your last name mean? Anything? Um, no, it means he not, who talked too much. Yeah, not enough Twitter followers. I think it's um, <laughs> it's not some. That's I don't know true. What it it's, uh, yeah. You should have more followers. Thanks, Lily. I think so. And too. I also think you should promote yourself more because I've discussed I this with you before. I don't know and how. And you I don't am. promote yourself, and I'm embarrassed too. And your people are embarrassed of you. Let me just speak yeah. on behalf of them. The Jews. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I never. I don't ever. I always feel weird about like even like saying where you're performing. I just feel like it always comes up when other comics do it. I feel like it's just more bragging. Yeah. Than actually like. Who's like people are really looking on Twitter, going, "Oh, I'll go to that." Oh, he's in Seattle today. I'll I'll check that out. Like I don't. I think they're really. It's more just like, "Hey, other comedians, I'm, I just want you to know I'm working." You know, that's yeah. all. And if it's not that way, I perceive it that way, and I I'm afraid I'll come off that way. Yeah. So no, just, you could tell the comedians who do it who want to look busy, and then there's the comedians who are like, "Yeah, I'm having a show," and right. their fans are like, "Thank you for letting me yeah, know, so I can yeah, buy I tickets." So. Well, I'm not that person. So. <laughs> 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 that, hey, I'm into it. I need, I need, I need somebody. But uh, <laughs> all right, well, Jacob, th- thanks for doing it. Uh, Do you I, have uh, a website? No, just no, just a Twitter just would be great. Twitter? Jake, yeah, Twitter slash. Dot com slash Jacob say Zero. say hi to your wife for me. And next time, I hope uh, you both of you do the show. Oh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. She is lovely. She's lovely. You She's just met her. Yeah, the for night. the first time. Okay. So, well, uh, Lily, thank you, and uh, Eugene and Jacob, thank you very much for doing thanks it. And now, uh, yeah. cut as Man, much uh, of the rape as you can. I hope. I hope. I hope we take less rape, more about boxing next time. But rape is wrong. Rape, bad. Well, I'm good. glad you took a, such a uh, tough stance yeah. on... Um, but Mike <laughs> but, and Mike Tyson didn't do that shit. Yeah, All I right. love Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, talk to you guys soon. Good night.